Hi, Johnny. Hi, Gore. How are you, how are you today? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I, I'm fabulous. Just swell. Hey, what's that? Look, in the fog. Here she comes. That's, um, this shot was an absolute nightmare. Was that? It's like, it's actually five shots put together. Really? The, light, not, the lighting didn't match on any of them. So it's digital, it's, it, but it's digital, there's a lot of digital sort of imagery in there. Not much, just no? one piece, and it's just all pasted together, different takes pasted together and relit and flopped and flipped. And wow. I think it was, we shot it really early in the schedule and it kind of came in two days before the <laughs> release date. Two days. Mm. Kevin McNally. Yes. He's got such a great voice. He used to do like children's books or, vo you know. Oh, McNally? Yeah, yeah. He's got like that eye. Mm -hmm. Robert Louis Stevenson. Jack Davenport is a great find, man. Yeah, he's kind of, I think, become the American Express card. I mean, you just don't want to do a movie without him. Yeah. He's just, he can do anything. And he's always just got it going. I intend to see to it that any man who. I think good old Jonathan Price. <laughs> the two of them. I mean, at, yeah, they, din at dinner, just, you know. The comedy stylings. Oh, self deprecating. Uh, the, you know, the advice, of course, Jonathan would freely give Jack advice on his career. And, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Actually, I find still fascinating. Yes, that's what concerns me. He was unbelievable. When he joined the movie, I just felt this whole kind of lift. I think we were all wiped out down in the Caribbean, and yeah. and Jonathan Price is, uh, just got off the plane. <laughs> yeah. Everybody kind of went, oh, there's fresh blood. You know, these I, Ted and Terry did a really nice job with this whole. Unbelievable. You know, voice through the fog, and I remember. I don't know about you, but when I first heard, you know, pirate movie, I was like, yeah. And then, based on the ride, it was like, whoa! <laughs> whoa. <laughs> it's a two-hour advertisement for a theme park, and they really. Um... I don't know. I somehow when I heard it, when when it was first mentioned to me by Dick Cook, it was like, yeah. I guess there was that initial thing, but I, it, it I just, I had a really good feeling. I just had a really good feeling. I don't know why. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's been such a completely dead genre. I was nervous. I mean, I, I was nervous because what's the story? I mean, it was sort of, okay, is it buried treasure? Is it kidnapping? What are the kind of five plots that, you know? And it's all of it. It's all, yeah, it's all in reverse. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, I like the fact that it was about, you know, putting this treasure back instead of finding, and that the mutiny had happened before the movie. There's kind of a, there's a whole prequel aspect to the film that, that um, and they were just good writers and good to have on. This stuff is amazing. Was this in the Caribbean? Uh, let's see, no, that, that was uh, in San Pedro, Pirates of San Pedro. Pirates of San Pedro, yeah. Yeah, there was, oh, man, just, I remember just oil tankers driving in the background <laughs> yeah. and, and, the, and the radio doesn't work and <clears throat> where are the batteries well the batteries on the boat that had to go pick up you know the actors and so it's you can't communicate and you're stranded <laughs> on a vessel 
with no batteries and no working radios, trying to do, just scream and use hand signals. I remember, you know, moments of absolute chaos. That was pretty much the entire movie, if, if, if you recall. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of chaos. But that's why I was so shocked. Like, when I saw the trailer for the first time, you know, there's this giant epic thing on the, when you watch the trailer, and when we, when we were doing the film, it felt really intimate, you know what I mean? It felt like just a bunch of, you know, people it's amazing. There's, there's, there's like 400 people, but, and they're all great and doing their job. They're, you know, coming in at three in the morning to get all the extras and wardrobe. And, but then you, you, there's really 10 people you kind of work with. You yeah. know, it's like the, you know, yeah. Trevor the focus puller and you, Martin, yeah. and you just make the movie. So that was the whole kind of scale issue. Kind of just evaporates. You don't realize. Yeah, it didn't feel. It never felt like some giant film to me as we were doing it. Amazingly fluid considering the logistical nightmare. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kira Knightley. Wow. She was a surprise, wasn't she? Something, no? She's really something, that kid. Unbelievable. Good girl. She came in and read, read for the part, you know, and I didn't know who she was or anything. And I hadn't seen Ben like Beckham or any of these other movies. and. It was just wow, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she can act. Yeah. A kid can act, and you know. It's yeah, like she really can. Seventeen years old, and traveled the entire movie with her mom. Shaw. Sure. Yeah. It's just great. Great, she, great lady. You know, those parents did something right because uh, she's a sweet got, family. She got both feet on the ground. Confidence, you know. Yeah. Just like incredible confidence when Actually, they I, uh, put her against you and Jeffrey Rush and you know Jonathan Price. It doesn't matter. She's just comes to play. Oh, she was there, man. She was. Uh, yeah, you could sort of try anything in a scene, and she she'd ride. Some actors, you roll camera, and it's you could swear they're thinking about like their laundry or their agent or <laughs> the next deal. Or, and, she always has the thought in her head that is, you know, the scene, basically. I mean, she's a really kind of great experience. And young Mr. Bloom. Young Mr. Bloom. I love this part. That's a, yeah, it's a, it's a very funny bit. It was really a, you know, it was actually a longer kind of setup for him. We cut out of the movie um, because of length and... and Without it, it didn't, and it's kind of important that you take the small step to let people know, oh, it's okay to laugh, you know? Yeah. Especially before your arrival in the scene, you know, um, Captain Jack's arrival, because it, they didn't, they didn't know it was a, kind of a drama, or what, what is this movie? And that little kind of point five before you go to, you know, DEFCON 1. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think it's really important. We put it back in and everything else started to work better. Orlando playing just earnest and 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 funny, really, really funny. I think he should do more of that. He did. He's, so, I mean, he's so good in it. And he's so good. I had to keep reminding him, you're not cool yet. Yeah, because yeah. he's somewhat. He so wanted to be like you. I mean, it's <laughs> like, and uh, it's like, no, you're still the dork. He's like, right, yeah, dork. Good to see you. I had a dream about you last night. About me. 
This is not entirely proper for you to... About the day we met, do you remember? How could I forget, Miss Swan? It's definitely on the page. He, he had the strongest arc. I mean, he's got the identity mm -hmm. crisis. He's yeah. Got, you know, um, and Captain Jack just wants a ship. I mean, that's beautiful yeah. in a way, that you could just, at any moment, just go, what? Everybody else has a kind of trajectory or whatnot, but... Jack has just one agenda always. And yeah. it's, you know, I love Freedom. characters like that too. Yeah, exactly. Good day. Elizabeth. And look at them, Jesus, they're so beautiful, the two of them. It's uh, like I saw them, the two of them together painful. in a restaurant when I first, you know, I just knew, okay, yeah. that's taken care of. Uh-oh. Yeah. Darcy blows. <laughs> God, remember that day, man. <laughs> I remember the boat sinking, fully capsized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember getting that phone call. <laughs> oh. It's like, don't worry, it's safe. That was the whole movie. Yeah. John, yes, it's been fully tested and it's safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 30 minutes later, things are blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's the part of the kind of Murphy's Law of this movie. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. But really great arrival. Yeah, well written. I mean, the the, the boys all, Ted Terry really yeah, wrote a classic entrance. You know, it's just a beautiful entrance for a character. And they're so, so great to have them on the entire movie. You know, that usually these movies, it's like 15 writers. You know, you can't get through the list of yeah. who's been hired to rewrite who's what, and you get this fragmented thing. And, you know, to make this movie in under a year from an outline, it was really kind of essential to just bring them in. Yeah, it was great having. Oh yeah, I mean having them there every day was really amazing. Just em embrace. The... Oh, there's the little booger finger. <laughs> <laughs> sweet kid, uh, very very sweet little kid. Great local, local cast. Yeah, and the the guys we brought from LA, man, they just. We're living it, you know, the extras. Oh the hand-picked extras were just... They're probably still living it. They just, you know, I, they actually smelled like pirates. Mm -hmm. I don't think they were bathing after a while. It was, they were so dedicated to the cat task. <laughs> Back in uh, the San Pedro again. Giants. Well, it's one of those... Uh, if you're gonna fail, fail big. That's my yeah. motto. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who did the music, finally? About 39 people. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically Klaus, uh, yeah. Adele did the music, um, but there was no time, you know, mm -hmm. by the time we knew what we were doing, and Hans Zimmer, you know, was really involved, and then we'd sit in a room and it, it would be, you know, oh yeah, who's doing that cue? Okay, you know, Jimmy, you're gonna do that one, right? And, yeah. you know, Frank, you're gonna rewrite that one. I mean, I, there were composers, it's like 15 composers on the movie. Wow. And they were all kind of shepherded by, by uh, Klaus and Hans, who, who kind of came up with the basic themes. And Yeah, they pulled a rabbit out at like the last minute, too. It's really hard to kind of be contemporary with that. This dock is off limits to... Ah, uh, here we go, Murtaugh and Mulroy. Those guys, wow. They're just Angus Barnett and, and Giles and Giles. Yeah, it's um, 
And you'd worked with Angus and Mackenzie too, right? I'd worked with uh, Angus Barnett and Mackenzie Crook on Neverland. They were amazing. Yeah, unbelievable, both of them. These guys were incredible. Just like Laurel and Hardy. I mean, I just want to see more of them. Yeah. The Black Pearl. There's no real ship that can match the Interceptor. Black Pearl is a real ship. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yes. You haven't seen it? Yes, I have. You've seen a ship with black sails that's crewed by the damage. And this whole, this whole thing was so well written as well. I mean, their, their whole spiel together was unbelievably funny. It's just vaudeville. Complete, <laughs> complete kind of... Angus's face. Oh, amazing. And all that stuff in the background. The mountain and the ship. None of that was there. Just... None of that was there? No. You know, I think that's the only way we made this on schedule, was just shoot now and forever, you know. <laughs> it did, it'll just paint it fix. <laughs> One guy on a computer fixing something, you know, painting out the... The toilets the, of the Black Pearl. <laughs> oh, my God. The toity of the Black Pearl. Just the half-finished boats and, you know, <laughs> tourists driving into the bay going, what's going on over here, you know? You just have to keep rolling and then fix, we fix later. That's probably what made it feel small, too, is it, you know. I think we were always shooting. We were always kind of rolling. No matter, you know, what was going on. I said no lies. I think he's telling the truth. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it to you. Yeah. What about Penny, man? The work she did. Look at this work. Nah, she's a gift. Oh, she, Penny, Penny's on fire, man. Yeah. She's amazing. She retired. She retired from the business, like, know, 15 years to raise her kids and came back. And she's oh, just got, like, infinite wisdom, you know? It has nothing to do with, you know, on the day-to-day you know, costume designing aside. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, takes care of her kids. Not yet achieved. A marriage to a fine woman. You have become a fine woman, Elizabeth. I can't breathe. Yes, I'm, I'm a bit nervous myself. And then they made me their chief. Elizabeth? I remember the fall was a, um, it was a, uh, a barrel. It was an oil can, <laughs> oil drum yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It was fun, those days down there. Yeah, looking back on it. <laughs> looking back on it. Oh, there's Tony, Tony Angelotti's famous swan dive. Oh, he was great. Think of the Caribbean in one way. Yeah, it's presented to you in one way, and then. 
Something else happens. That was part of the, old, the, the continuing. No, no, we've had it tested. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then why, why is everyone wearing masks except for me? I wear trash bags on my, on my, like, under my boots. It'll be one of those, like, John Wayne movies 20 years from now, you know. That's a beautiful shot as well, huh? One of us will be alive. Remember when my wig came off? <laughs> Take where my wig just came off. And uh, Angus started feeding it to Kira. Yeah. Dead rodent. I never would have thought of that. Really, you've never been to Singapore. Yeah, I love these little odd references that Ted and Terry put in there. It's really great, you know. When you—that's the surprise to me. You know, you you you, you kind of hedge your bet because of the whole, you know, Bruckheimer brand and the audience expectations and the mm. summer movie and all that. And you kind of put, you know, you blow up ships and you have explosions and skeletons and all that stuff. And and then you get it. You know, that's my the big education for me. And is it real? Reinstored the kind of faith in the audience that they're responding to kind of the nuance yeah. of the movie that you could really make with the lights you could carry in the back of your station wagon. You know, <laughs> it's like you know, you know, two hundred more skeleton shots aren't going to mean anything. <laughs> it's uh, you know, the awkward moment is I think something we all identify with. You know. I don't see your ship. Captain, I'm in the market, as it were. He said he'd come to commandeer one. I told you he was telling the truth. These scenes are really hard to shoot. With you, you know, fourteen people, million people, ten eye lines. Yeah, cameras jammed into billion angles. Sharon really kicked ass. Sharon, oh, Sharon was Reynolds Enriquez. Yeah, she's yeah, she's amazing. She's one to bring along everywhere. What a crew, man. Yeah, really great. Really, really, really loved it. I mean, just an amazing crew all the way around. No, I mean, that's really, I think, where you... you live or die by, you know... Those yeah, my, people, man. You surround... My, like, a lot, a lot of the work, you know, when we were doing the work, I mean... Certainly, you know, waiting, you know, just, we'd do a take, and I was, I'd wait for you to, you know, to see how you felt about it and stuff. But, you know, one of the greatest barometers for me was... Um, like Trevor, focus puller, mm. Martin, the operator, Rafi, the guys who were right in there. When you'd cut, I'd, I'd see what, you know, what they were doing. So yeah. if Trevor was laughing, I knew I was in, you know, I was in the arena yeah. that I needed to be in. Uh, do you know what's amazing about Trevor? Because he, he would land, he used to, you know, land airplanes on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. So <laughs> in terms of, like, focus pulling, there's no, you know, nobody else I'd rather have judging distance. We're talking, yeah, <laughs> precise uh, yeah. as can be, yeah. And he would, I've never worked with anybody who kind of says, nope, I keep right in the middle of a take, nope. You know, he'll just self-cut. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've just never even experienced that. And it's like so rare, but he's, he's so proud of his work. He just, and, and he'll, what he'll do is he'll take the knob and completely like twist it. Like, you can't use this, yeah. you know. And he just grinds it. Yeah. Let's do it again. He's sharp, man. Um, he's sharp, I made a joke. Yeah, but it's I use Martin that same way though too. Like sometimes when you're you're judging a hundred things, yeah. you know, and your mind's going, yeah, calculation guy. I look over to Martin, and he'll he'll give me like the nod, you know, like yeah, because he's you know he's right there, 
with his eye, you know, right on the on the eyepiece, and yeah. he's catching stuff. So you can't, you know, even when you stand behind the camera or you're looking at a monitor, he's yeah. in there. Well, it's going to be 80 feet tall yeah. on the screen someplace, you yeah. know. And, and I see something, and I go, Did, is that there? Is that moment there? You know, the, the little micro epiphany or whatever. Yeah. Is it behind the eyes? You know, not. He's so great. He I was unbelievable. Him. One take, running across the bridge. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's, yeah, that was your day coming in. Plastic hands. Uh, four hours in makeup, <laughs> sitting, waiting. Okay. Put him back in a boat. To, yeah, and the schedule was not the... Um, well, the schedule was basically taken away from us, if I remember correctly. <laughs> this is completely taken away from the ADs. Uh, by our friends in production, who, you know, to their own credit, I mean, there's this huge fear of a water movie just going five <laughs> times over schedule and the release date and you're not going to make it. And Wrestling the elements. Yeah, it's a legitimate concern. I mean, nothing stays where you put it. <laughs> you know, basically... Having to move the You're boat. trying to set a composition and the sails are blowing back and I'm yelling. You're going, what? I'm Two steps to your left. You're on a different boat. You know, cannons are firing. Smoker boats shut down. Breaks down in the middle of the shot. I love, I love this sequence. This is like a silent, silent movie. Yeah. <laughs> no animals were injured in the making of this movie. No, we were very kind to that mule. I think too kind, actually, if I remember. It got cold there a couple of nights. sword fight, shall we? Many, 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 many hours. Many, 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 many hours of sword fighting. Well, I, from my perspective, I thought it was really, you could tell, there were just different approaches, you know? Complete, I mean, uh, Jeffrey Rush was just insane. I mean, he, the, the stunt team was like, go away. They were exhausted by <laughs> it. Okay, you know the routine. We got, you know, we got to work on it again. He's uh, a completely unique bird. Yeah, he had it down to, like, scientific sort of angles and everything. And Orlando was kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, I got it, man, I got it. He was, yeah, I did Lord of the Rings, man, don't you know? I can do this stuff. I imagined that Captain Jack would be sort of like Ali, you know, <clears throat> when he got into the ring. <clears throat> the other guys would put their hands up and get in that sort of boxing stance, and Captain Jack would just sort of be like Ali with the hands down, you know? Yeah. Just waiting for the first... Yeah, not really wanting to got. fight, you know? Mm. He, um... Here. Uh, too tired. <laughs> well, it's also, like, I mean, how many Band-Aids on your fingers from this stuff? I mean... Oh, yeah, we took a few wax, man. Wham. Mm, that's not fun. Amazing thing was... During the training, you know, during the sword fighting training was... When uh, I was working with Mark Ivey, one of the sword experts, and George, and... Those guys, and then Bob Anderson, 
It was like 80. Something. I know, the legend. <clears throat> Fantastic. You know, a guy who taught like Errol Flynn and stuff. When Bob came around and picked up the sword. You had no weapon. And was like a teenager with it. It was incredible, man. And everybody just shuts up. Everybody yeah. stopped yeah. and shut up, and we're all sweating, and he was there, and he was, you know, absolutely fine. And like a kid. But I think he has a great sense of character, too. I mean, he... It's, he it's, absolutely did, yeah. There's acting, it's not just <clears throat> sword fighting, you know? Mm. Who makes all these? And that's why it was really important, to, you know, when I talked to those guys, that Orlando have that kind of stick up his ass, yeah. you know? You have insulted me. The D'Artagnan kind of thing working. Um, and I just think Captain Jack was, you know, uh, will take the shortest route to anything. Absolutely. You know, well, least amount of energy expended at all <laughs> yeah, times. That's exactly it. You're not a Now that's pure Johnny. The eunuch line. <laughs> There's a lot of those in there. I mean, they're great. Those, <laughs> all that stuff you added, I think, is really. Um, you know, I'm so, and it's still in the movie. No, I'm, I'm. I was really pleased. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh no, it's like you gotta. You have to pervert this genre, you know, <laughs> at every opportune moment. Yeah, one must. Yeah, one must be a pirate. Yes. Uh, dangling. The dingle dangling. Yeah. Yeah, it took quite a long time to shoot this. What was that sequence? It was like five days or a week? Some yeah, we days. Can, we, yeah, I think we did five or four or five, and then we came back and did the stuff on the rafters. Right. Yeah, exactly. Once we were, after we came back to the, from the Caribbean, yeah, we did the stuff. Exactly. The yeah. But I, finally, I think one day you said to me, you, "You're just going to use this, right?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need like. Do I really need to go bash, bash, bush, 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 bash, bash? Can I just go bash, bash? And then, and that was especially in, in with Jeffrey, because that that routine I didn't know as well as I knew this one. But it is it is true that you can. I mean, if you look at you know our great stunt team, that are just you know aren't aren't sort of learning lines and make doing the whole movie, and they've got that routine really well down. So. You can kind of pop out into these great wide shots and then come in and... And then it is about the performance. It's about kind of finishing up something and, yeah. and a reaction or a great moment or a bit of dialogue or a quip or... Um, that, that is the most important thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because those guys, that's what they do. I mean, oh, they were all amazing in terms of that. Just saying, you know, it has to be coming from the character. Captain Jack wouldn't have the perfect stance. No. Oh, Tony, I just remember the whole entire movie, Tony would look at you and yeah. kind of like, what is it? It's so funny to see him try to do it. He couldn't quite get it, but he, he was well. totally tried, you know, it was beautiful. The wobble. He did well, Tony. Really well. You can keep doing that forever. The dog is never going to move. This scene, the, just the crowd goes nuts, and then you go to London, and it's a pin drop. The dog, because oh, they don't get the, the dog. The, the dog, forget the it. Dog you know, reference, the dog reference, the ride, yeah. All the ride references, and it's so funny to have the Brits over here going, "What are people laughing at?" Like, it's like even in the background, there's some like little moment. From the ride, and you got you know, in Anaheim, they're going crazy. 
<laughs> you know, in Munich, they're sort of... This moment is huge in Anaheim. Now that's a smart match, miss, if it's not too bold to say. It is a smart match. One of the things I was thinking... That I didn't know because I was so freaked out watching it for the first time at the premiere, but... Every day when V did my makeup, we had this little <laughs> open syphilis kind of this weird little open wound on my I love that jawline and and uh, I guess you notice it here and there. This is beautiful stuff. I don't know where or how or when you shot this, but I love this stuff right here. That's a... <laughs> it's a Duskranite plate and a barge driving through to create the wake, and everything else is fabricated. Wonderful, man. Really, really bleak. great. Really bleak. What's that? It's not price. I mean, I suppose, you know, I, he just cracks me up. I don't know. I'm probably the only person laughing, but everything he does. No, no, he, he, just completely. I had trouble, I had difficulty, especially shooting the end, keeping a straight face. <laughs> when I breathed at him, uh, his reaction yeah. was too good. He's so phenomenal. And these guys were great, man. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, we did this casting. We got all these chairs. And we brought in the kind of dregs of L.A. I mean, bikers and out-of-work actors, and, <laughs> you know, and people that wanted to be in movies. And, like me, <laughs> the dregs of L.A. And I just brought them into this kind of basement at Disney and then, you know, gave them, like... First we started with real weapons and then we quickly switched to rubber because they were, they were actually hurting each other. And they would, you know, would say, okay, you're looking for gold. And they'd all scream and knock over chairs and, like, then we'd just yell something, captain's on deck, and they'd all stand at attention. <laughs> And out of like, you know, 600, we picked 10 guys that stayed with us the entire show. So you'll see background guys changing, you know, from the Caribbean or in LA or whatever. But... All these guys were unbelievable, though, man. They really, as you said, they really lived it. They brought some, you know, it's so, you can't, you can't buy that stuff, you know. They, they have to want it, you know. And just the whole gang was just fantastic. Vince, Lee Ehrenberg, Mackenzie Crook. I always thought it's nice that the, the first killing in the movie is Orlando. Kills yeah, Orlando. I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah. That never, ever crossed my mind. That is interesting. Yeah, the goody two-shoes. Yeah. Takes down the first. All this stuff is so giant. I mean, having you know, not not being involved in this stuff, you know, once again, it was like seeing it for the first time. So shocking to me, you know, because it, it just 
The film never felt that large to me, you know? Oh, it's just every day, you know. Get up, Martin would make some coffee, mm. you know? We're living in the, in the little rental down in the Caribbean. He'd make some coffee, we'd go, go to work, and we should blowing stuff up or, you know. I mean, there's quite a few dialogue, you know, longer dialogue scenes. Uh, the writing's good, so, you know, that was, you could feel like you'd shut back down and kind of actually be telling a story and not get into that place. I think for a 105-day shoot, you don't, there are like 60-day shoots where you're just dying to get off the movie. Mm. You know, you're like, please end it. You know, the last 10 days. And uh, I think, you know, really, 105 days, we didn't really go bad until that scene on the beach. It was like the 105th day, you know? Yeah. It was actually pretty good spirits all the way up until... I think so, no, because it was, it was really a... I mean, I had a bullshit in that scene. Yeah, that was good. Good fun. This is all just kind of classic stuff, but basically the feeling of the ride, I think. You know? Yeah. A bit of raid and pillage. When they blew that post in half, you know, that's the... <laughs> I think that was the first one where... of our kind of long experience with the, um, the, the effects crew. Oh, God. It was like, you know, we, we blew it, they blew it up, and then the cannonball's supposed to go through the post. She's great here, I love this stuff. Um, and, the, and it didn't blow, it, didn't, it was like, a dud. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, can't we do better than that, you know? And, of course, it's, you know, the joke was, oh, now they're going to do... You know, it's going to be way over the top. Because everybody, these guys have done, you know, 20 movies, all the crew and the cameraman watch. So we said, you know, how much, you know, have, have you added more primer cord? What have you done? Yeah, we've got three times as much primer cord. The thing about primer cord is, depending on how you lace it, it can, like, be 10 times more powerful, you know, 50 <laughs> times more powerful, depending on how you wrap it. So all I remember is, you know, add action. And then being, like, four feet further back... You know, with a piece of board hitting my forehead. <laughs> it was just this white flash. You were physically moved across the room. Jesus. Um, it was confidence installing. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty confident that day on the beach when the oh. <laughs> barrel shot up into the sky. At that point, though, it was it was surreal. I mean, at that point, the, you're the kind face. of the go wrong factor. I mean, I just looked at you like I can't even. I can't even start to say, you know, anything. Like, don't, okay, we're going to fix it. I was just like, you know, oh, boy. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> there's no a, place to hide. There's our boy Trevor. Yeah, I, this is um, horribly ironic, you know, say yeah. goodbye, goodbye. Uh, Trevor passed away in the, in the post-production of the movie. Just, He's missed. Great guy, really missed him. Yeah, he was a good man. Really good man. And Vince. Vince, Vince yeah, he was one. Fantastic. Hey, poor bastard had to have the beard lit every take, you know. I know. And just he... inhaling, like, incense <laughs> particles and dingle, dingle dangles from his, his beard. And just we used to tease light him. the beard. It changes flavor, you know. Vince, <laughs> exactly. you know, go to Nog Champa now, you know. He was really fed up, but he, he, he handled it like a champ. You just get ready to shoot, and then just the call would come out. Light the beard. <laughs> and we'd wait two minutes. 
I love this. This is worth it. <laughs> it's just you and me now. It's you and old Jack. Come on. Come on, that's how Good boy. Come on. Uh, Michael and Trevor. They're the two, you know, again, two great Coldplay and Collar and Twig. Just great guys. Now, Walski, we should talk a little bit about that. Oh, oh, the Prince of Darkness. Darius? Darius. Brilliant. Absolute genius, man. In my book. Yeah, he's really... The guy can do no wrong. He's just... And it's not like he's a tweaker, you know? No. He's just like, you know, 27, 30 setups a day, and he's just... He's got great instinct. I think Darius is a... Uh, is a miracle. I almost couldn't believe it when we first started shooting, that he was so... sort of laid back, and, you know, just... Put the things there, and you'd say, "Well, you want me to hit?" No, no, don't worry about it, man. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, the confidence level. No, he's a he's a painter, and he knows. Uh, you know, he works. He works like start with a black frame, and then put light where you need it, as opposed to you know. It's the Caravaggio way. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like lighting the everything, and then all you have to do is start taking lights off, turning lights off. That's very interesting. Yeah, he's he's really got. A great intuitive sense, and he and Martin have a great relationship too. Now that's really rare—the kind of operator, uh, cinematographer relationship where they 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 trust each other. You know, and Martin's great because you look. You know, I always go like, "Hey, Martin, I'm about to say we're getting a bad kick on the you know the wine glass or something," and his hand is moving it. Yeah. You know? And or he, or an actor's leaning out of an over, and he'll just grab you know their hip or whatever and gently apply a little pressure to bring them back in the shot and. He's like, actors don't mind because he, he just has a way of saying, you know, yeah. I may do this. I may, you know, if you lean out of the shot, I may just touch you, you know, during the take. And yeah. it's a, it's not like the touch that takes you out of the performance. It's like, you know, he's really, it's a good ballet. Nah. Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> Hector Barbosa. <laughs> I used to tease him with that now and again. Oh, I love that one thing, you know, we named the monkey Jack. Subtle. <laughs> Jack. He really, uh, I wrote him a letter. Um, and I said, you were my third, you're my third choice for this movie. I couldn't get Alec Guinness and I couldn't get Peter Sellers. <laughs> He's, you know, I don't know who else can kind of celebrate this villainy and a kind of Wicked Witch of the North, you know. Oh, exactly. I, you know, he just like really, a lot of actors, I think, would do it as a kind of paycheck or would do it as a, you know, not understand the, the kind of humor uh, or play the humor and not understand the kind of inner angst. And I think Jeffrey sees this role like, oh, these are the good ones. Yeah. You know, genuinely, like, oh, these are the rare opportunities to do something like this. <clears throat> and, uh, and he kind of celebrates it, you know, I think it's really... And he understands, at the same time, the curse is basically... An incredible set of blue balls. Yeah. You know, ten years <laughs> is a long time to have this kind of villainy, this this currency you can't spend anywhere. He's hurting. That's I love the look when you like eat his take the apple and take a bite and oh, yeah, his like, sort of yeah. <laughs> you can it's like when your Macintosh starts to go. I think he's he's beautiful in the film. I mean he just he looks he just looks beautiful.
And it is the sort of Margaret Hamilton of the high seas kind of thing, you know. It's, it's that caliber, I mean, it's that beautiful yeah. performance. Yeah, he really owns it, you know, he owns the whole... He fits into the wardrobe, you know. That monkey, I want to kill that monkey. I mean, that's the thing about Jeffrey. If you look at the dailies for that scene, it's basically the animal trainers going, you know, Tara, 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 click, 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 Tara, Tara, click, click, and the monkey turning every which way, couldn't sit still, and, and I, I, you know, it's not even, I'm scratching off, you know, the word and, or whatever, we got that, you know, well, we got a message, you know, segment of, of a sentence before the monkey started to jump off his shoulder or flip out or start to freak out because all the pirates surrounding him were really making him uncomfortable. And, uh, and Jeffrey would just sit there, totally stoic, and then, you know, you have a name, Missy? Yeah. You know, he would just, once he felt the monkey you know, stop for a second, he would just, boom, deliver that line. And we'd go, okay, got that line, next. And he would just for four hours, be in that kind of yeah. performance. And there was a point halfway through, I was like, we should just start over. I should put the monkey over on, on like a pedestal. We'll cut to the monkey, you know? And he's like, really cool. He's like, no, 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 this monkey's gonna be good. I can handle it. And he just was... I love his jaw, his sort of, the eyes, the yellow eyes, the sort of hepatitis yeah. D eyes. <laughs> hepatitis yeah. Z. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, um, it's a great look. I mean, V is just... Yeah, v. That was... That's a score. Remember when we first met? In at that funky restaurant in, in London? London? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. That's not good enough. I thought... I, my, my initial feeling was that I've just scared this guy. <laughs> he thinks I'm absolutely out of my mind. I didn't... No, I was more like, what... How long can I keep this secret? <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the nose? The nose. The blue nose? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> to, I just remember saying it. Because I knew... Well, two things. I knew the film could support... Uh, because Orlando's doing Errol Flynn, you know. And yeah. the, the movie. And the, and the other pirates all have rotten teeth and they look like they're... You know, and... and but... Uh, and we were talking about your whole... You, you know, your approach to the character. It's when you got to, like... I don't know. I think I said to him, so what is it? What? Because you... Yeah, yeah. What are you going to... I know you're going to play against your good looks. What? <laughs> where? Where's the boundary? And he said, uh, well, I think... Um, I think Jack doesn't have a nose. He lost his nose <laughs> no, it's, in yeah, a sword fight. It's, but it got sewed back on. Yeah. And it was blue. And, and it was blue because the circulation was bad. So that, and then, yeah, the, the thought would being that his his only real fears are not necessarily death or anything, but the common cold and yes. pepper. <laughs> Sneezing. <laughs> Sneezing, and, yeah. And, and yeah, because, you know, it's, it would be hard to get that thing put back on. Yeah. I, thought that, I just thought that would be fun, you know. But as soon as I said it, I thought, this is never going to work. <laughs> even, even if you were game for it. Mm. Disney, I was actually, my mind of, immediately was going... Okay, how do I sell that? How am I, what? I couldn't find an angle, you know, because I was just, this was like <clears throat> in the infantile stages of the kind of yeah. Bruckheimer, Dick Cook experience. And, yeah. you know, back home, they're talking, Synergy's talking about McDonald's cups and Happy Meals. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, after the third bottle of wine at some restaurant in London, we're talking about the nose 
that's just <laughs> been slashed off. Um, and I was actually, oddly enough, I was actually quite willing to to go there. I yeah, mean, you were great about it. I mean, having I mean, I knew I wanted, known each other. I knew I wanted the, the, the eye, McKinsey's eye. And it just, I mean, just totally the film. You know, it really, I mean, if you look at, you know, Jack Davenport and, and you know, even Orlando's performance, that, you know, on their own, they're, they're really solid, and in context, they're kind of fuel for you to consume. Yeah. In, in a way. I mean, I, if everybody was doing what you're doing in this movie, it would be a complete disaster. Yeah, I mean, a con you know what I mean? There's a kind of co contrast and... and um, One question about your business, boy. There's no use going. Let's go. How far are you willing to go? There's the scab, by the way. <laughs> More than anything, they, they were... Um, they fed the monster in Captain Jack, you know? Well, yeah, you have to... Yeah, Orlando's earnest... Your response... Earnestness and, and Jack's sort of... Holier than thou. And the stealing of this ship, the Interceptor. I mean, this was. I remember this day when, when the two ships separated, and, and I was told, okay, we're going to cut two lines. I remember they were tied together in San Pedro, and all these, lines, yeah. all these other lines running across, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and or, my brilliant idea, Orlando's going to cut the the rope, so. I remember saying, you know, when I say action, he cuts the ropes and the two ships separate. But there's these huge, like, four-inch lines attached to the ships. And um, and there was, like, five of these big, fat lines. Uh, and and the Marine unit saying, we're going to let two of them go, okay? And then when you say action, we're going to let the other two go. And the ships are full of, you know, the sails are full. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and the camera wasn't even rolling, you know? And, like... Suddenly, boats just started moving. Yep. You know, just whoosh, wind. Boats just started moving. Lines were stretching. You know, and I was just like, "Turn over, roll camera." And like Martin's looking at me, what? He's like putting the camera on the head. You know, <laughs> and, what? and they just, and they just turn over because they just. It took like four hours to get them into position. Yeah. They weren't gonna come back, and the sun's going down, and and uh, we just started turning over, and it was insane. And then the line, you could hear the sound of the lines just going. And I was like, action, action. And nobody was ready. Action, action. And, uh, and the, just the sound of rope and, and, and yeah. ship and, and, and the things like That just, was the most frightening just, sound. And, yeah. And taught, I remember you saying this. On, on, the, on your microphone, you can hear, you're like, oh, uh, this is, what did you say? Something is horribly wrong here. Yeah. It, this is mm, not Something's good. Something's not right yeah, or something. something yeah. not, this, is this supposed to happen? Not good. Not good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not good. It was that moment right there, yeah. Yeah, right here. Right there. All these lines. And you can see that we, these lines right there that are getting taut, on, right after that moment, they were snapping, and bits of wood were flying across frame, and one of them caught one of those pegs. It was a belaying pin, yeah. The rope got taut. You could hear the ropes going, you know, getting really tight, like rubber bands. And I thought, this is wrong, something's wrong. There's a tape of it somewhere. And suddenly the belaying pin snapped and it, and just went right into my knee at full speed and what felt like taking a ball-peen hammer to the kneecap. And it's the first thing in my life that's ever taken me 
off my feet. You just, were out of frame. It was like somebody edited was gone, the man. shot. You were in shot, and then you were gone. You should put that Ooh. on the DVD, man. I got the recording. Oh. You got the. Got it's the, it's uh, unbelievable. Video. Yeah, we should actually put that together because you just dropped to the floor. And gone. I think, yeah. You know, six inches higher, and um. Oh boy. You know. Ooh. Yeah. Thank God I've got yeah. two kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Came over. But oh, yeah, it was I close. think that was the beginning of our whole sort of. Oh boy, this movie's gonna. You know, when you hit the ground running, making a movie like this in under a year, and you're improvising, I mean, yeah, thank God you're all right. I mean, that could have been really ugly. It could have been scary. ugly, but it turned out all right. That was actually right, the moment just off of that was when I, when I drove the ship for the first That's time right. Lady Washington. And you had to just stand and you couldn't walk. I said, are you all right? And you're like, as long as I don't have to move. <laughs> And then they put you at the wheel, yeah. and then I'm yelling, okay, crew, duck down, bring the ships closer. I had no idea. It was like suddenly the crew just, it was like roll, and then the crew, everybody hit the deck, and I was the only one standing next to the wheel. <laughs> and you're driving this, yeah. you know, 160-foot <laughs> vessel with the, with the sails up. I don't think you'd been to sailing school. No, no, yeah. I hadn't, I'd missed that yeah. section of my training. And it must be... I remember scary. you screaming from the boat far, far away going, Closer to us, come closer to us. Yeah. <laughs> we had to do that drive by, close drive by. Yeah. Captain Brad. Captain, Captain Brad. Brad. What an amazing, amazing group of people. An incredible group of people. They brought that ship, the, that's the Lady Washington out of Seattle, and they, they brought that vessel. We went up and saw the ship. They brought it to LA. We painted it, added a few things. Brian Morris, you know, designed it as, as the interceptor. And, and uh, Derek Hill and the guys painted it up nicely, and they, they brought it all. They'd never been out of Puget Sound, the ship, ever. Good Lord. And they brought it down to L.A., and then we shot for a little bit, and then we sent them off to the Caribbean. We said, we'll meet you in the Caribbean in 60 days. Down and the Panama Canal. <laughs> that's the adventure. I mean, these guys, they do these reenactments, but they're, they're the real thing, you know. They really sailed that, and they broke a mast, and they ended up in... Columbia doing repairs and I just remember getting the emails from these guys and they've got some footage um, and it should be on the DVD that's just outrageous yeah what's fantastic yeah. also is that they keep that old-school thing you know the captain is the captain the first mate is the first mate they bark out the commands everybody repeats the commands it was it was really we had a great team of advisors yeah This is, I don't know, when I, when I was a kid and I went to this, I don't know if it was part of your upbringing, but for me, we used to drive up to San Diego and go to the, the Pirates of the Caribbean, and there was, it kind of freaked me out. I mean, to be honest with you, as a six-year-old, it was like scary and funny. Yeah. You know, and if there's anything to take from the ride, I think it's that. Yeah, 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 Combination absolutely. of, you know, um, I'm not kind of perverse sense of humor. <laughs> Jack, feeling lucky. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so interesting. You know, Jerry would always laugh at the slaps. Like, if it, if we, <laughs> if we, I don't know, it tells you something about him. But would, we would sit and, and, and screening after screening, and, you know, we've seen it a hundred times, myself and the editor and four other guys. You know? Yeah. There's nothing in the movie that's funny to us anymore. We think we've ground the thing to a pulp. So we're you know we'd watch it and slap would come. He would break out laughing. 
every time. I'm not quite sure what that says. But... This was an interesting night. The uh, mm. waiting for the pigs to yes. settle down. Yes. Wasn't there one giant one at a certain point? Yeah, I don't, it, they they hijacked the production. The pigs will will have to come back. They need their rest. Yeah. It's like what? We had to like reshift everything over to the bar <laughs> scene, come back like three hours later at yeah. four, and the sun's ri rising, and and then sneak. You know, Kevin would have to sneak up next to them so that he was there ready for the first splash. Yeah, I remember the whole and thing, like the, doing the sticks really low, yeah. low and yeah. you know. don't wait, the pigs. <laughs> this is what I love about Kevin too, though. This, I think, when his character enters the movie, there's that. You know, I wouldn't. I can't think of anybody better to kind of tell us the backstory. No, you know, because you had that kind of. Sea oh, it was yeah. <laughs> it was one of those <laughs> nights. You yeah, know, yeah. exactly. You're waiting for the little warbly dissolve. <laughs> right. His. His phenomenal. Gilligan's Island kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Good actor, man. Mm. Yeah, this is a fun scene. There's a whole, there's a whole ending of this that's on the probably going to be in the deleted scenes section where Orlando kicks over the table. Kids have a bit of a stick, isn't he? The kid. All right, this is a fun night. I love all this stuff you do with your... <laughs> Mr. Subtle. He's <laughs> <laughs> breaking his neck to show him you. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's good and dark, really, you know, just lit the whole scene with candles. I mean, it's just, it's like candles burning your beard, yeah. your dingles. Here's the Barry Lyndon approach. Yeah, I mean, they're just everywhere. It's nice. It really moves, man. The film really moves. That's it. the one thing I really, really noticed. Because you're in shock when you watch this thing for the first time. I mean, I was. The film really moves mm. nicely. It's a lot of stories to tell, you know. Especially in this section, it's all, you know. It's a lot of exposition. Yeah, there's to keep a ton it, of subplots, and you know. trying to keep it interesting. It's really tricky. But I love, like, you know, you know um, Lee and, and Mackenzie. These guys. I mean, they're yeah. just. Pintel and Rigetti, you know, there's, there's that kind of the wild bunch and, 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 and all the, even the old pirate movies, they, they were allowed those kind of peripheral characters to really have a whole story. Like, yeah. And you almost couldn't trust the movie because it might, it might just suddenly follow them. For, <laughs> yeah. And um, it's great, you had all those character players, you know, that were on contract and you could just bring them into shows. And, like this look from Joe. Yeah. It's like a vampire, you know, seeing blood. He's just arrived. It's... It, it was... I felt like, you know... It Wasn't this like the first day of shooting or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, it was the first day of shooting. And the, um, all the, you know, everything's on wires and moving around the ship. Uh, but he really, you know, he really just wants to watch her eat because he can't taste it. And when he finally goes for the apple, it's like he's, it's like, please, you know, he's he's had his whole plan to like, but he can't wait any longer, you know. After two bites, he's immediately going for the apple. It's poisoned. <laughs> there would be no sense to be killing you, Miss Turner. Then release me. You have your trinket. He's really, 
He's really great. Oh, he's so good. And he w just wears you down as a director. I mean, he just calls you. And, and it's his love of what he does that is the reason. But he just calls you on the weekend. I'm home, cell phone. I was thinking about this line. You know? <laughs> it's like a, I'm in the supermarket, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the frozen peas section. It's like Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, um, I was working on this one line, and I was thinking, he's just... Uh, He's really into, and that's why it was great to have Ted and Terry on because, at some point, you know, I had to go off and make the movie, and I would, would have a discussion, and we, you know, they're like the wordsmiths. Yeah. You know, they just carve out, a, you know, a better way of saying this or a better way of saying that, and they were really open to kind of all of your. What was nice is, you know, the ad libs weren't really. I mean, all the stuff that you were doing and 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 that, um, Jeffrey's doing. When, that's really in the in the scene. All of that performance—it's you know, a shift of the eyes, a, a, a longer pause here, or a moment, or kind of double take. But most of the ad libs I found were were you know two days before the scene or day before the scene. Those guys would write them in. You know, they, yeah. they a lot of the stuff ended up on the page because you know you would pitch it or we would talk about it and I they was thinking about saying about this and they were like great and they would just put it in incorporating everything you know and then the stuff that they didn't like we just did it anyway <laughs> well, I remember there were moments when we <laughs> you'd get the look from Ted I'm sure that you know yeah I was thinking of calling him a eunuch and <laughs> I don't think that one ended up in the script no they yeah. didn't put yeah. that on the yeah. page mm. <laughs> And then when I did it again later yeah. in the later scene with Barbosa. Oh, that wasn't even it was even worth discussing. We just we were telling me and it was like, yeah, let's just get it in there. But we were gonna do the snip snip somewhere else too. That was That was there. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. As a matter of fact, you're right. That was somewhere else. Yeah, because I wanted to say to Orlando something about having a lovely singing voice. Mm, no, but that's there. Lovely singing voice unit. No, but to him, to Orlando, I was going to say something. Like, oh, no, it wasn't the lovely singing voice. It, it was going to be the, um, did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> you know, did what hurt? Yeah. You know, snip, snip. snip. <laughs> well, there's always the sequel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he just would look at me like, <laughs> why? Why did he just make fun of me? Does he really think that or is it? I'm curious, after killing me, what is it you're planning on doing next? This stuff is so shocking, though. I mean, to see it. great, yeah. And what's In great is you like see Pintel and Rigetti, you see the faces of these guys. I mean, retaining the performance. Yeah. In a CGI character was so essential, you know, shooting all this stuff with the real, real actors and then holding the animators, you know, Hal um, and John and ILM, holding them to those performances. They're really good about that. I think they, you know, they really would study the actor's performance and kind of take everything from it, you know. There's Trevor. And you can really, you, you know, you can, you can, tell who's who you know the thing about skeletons is oh, yeah. so totally quickly you just yeah. kind of go what who's that guy and they all look the same it's like people in spacesuits on the moon or something you know if they don't have a number two on their back <laughs> you know you hear voices you don't know who's talking 
and, uh, and um, this scene with um, with Jeffrey, you know, we actually um, I was adamant about keeping his eyes because it's the one thing you can take a sphere and put a glint in it and make a highlight and, and put flesh around it on a computer, but it's hard to convey a thought, you know, that sort of behind the eyes, what's going on behind the eyes, and so this is a scene where those are really, those are still his eyes, and the same thing in your close-up. When you, so those are actually our yeah, eyeballs. Yes, color treated, it's, you know, to match into the scene, but right. because it, if you just completely go computer generated, you don't, you lose that, you know. I think that's the thing that you know. That seeing Jeffrey's you skeleton know. with a nose is really yeah, yeah, uh, yeah just decaying well, meat. That was a that was an early <laughs> an early decision to try to remind ourselves of who he is. Plus, the big issue is you know, lip sync with no lips. It's kind yeah. of a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a nightmare. Mm. Marty, the banana. The banana. Yeah, you were pissed off at me this day. We were having, yeah, yeah. we were having a bad day. You no, but I felt like we got over our issues after the second take. Yeah, we were okay. Mr. Cotton! Answer, man. Yeah, he's a mute, sir. Poor devil had his tongue cut out. So we trained the parrot to talk for him. No one should figure it out. Mr. Cotton's parrot. Same question. Ah, we need his sales. We need his sales. Mostly we figure that means yes. Of course it does. Satisfied? Well, you've proved they're mad. And what's the benefit for us? The, I love this scene. It's just really. It was a fun scene to shoot, oh, actually. Just... I was trying to be mad the whole day, but I, I was. It was a fun scene to shoot. Oh, it's in the. You know. No matter what happens between takes, that's what's so great. You know, it's like this stuff's for eternity, and you know, you got. It's so nice to see you just, and you're there. You know, whatever the kind of, and this is the scene where I was screaming across the beach louder than I've I've never, not one to lose it very often, and yeah. I completely lost it this day because they were driving the production vehicle through our frame at oh, sunset. Right. Yeah, and yeah, just like somebody decided. Let's bring the landing craft around so we can wrap 10 minutes earlier. And they just drove it right through our shot. It moves about, you know, half a knot in the sunset. <laughs> ballistic. No, this is great. And it's beautiful, you know, to be, it's nice to have the Caribbean look in the film. It was good, it was a quick scene to shoot too. You know, it felt, like a fun, good scene. You could do, you could do longer takes and. Oh really God! Look at this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Again, sort of Howard Pyle at the wheel. Saturated. I remember this. This was on the wide shot. Was a mo was a model, of course, and then this down in San Pedro <laughs> with the just massive Wayne and rain and wind machines and. I remember I couldn't see a thing. Oh. I couldn't see a thing. I couldn't see a thing either, neither could the camera. We would just get obliterated. It's like what you're seeing here is the moments where the camera isn't completely, yeah. you know. Drenched. Drenched. It's like the great deluge. Yeah, sort of, this is the kind of Ryan's daughter 
you know, approach. And again, sort of not an essential scene in the movie, but a nice mosaic of gotta have the storm scene, right? <laughs> One must, yeah. <laughs> but also, not seeing, I mean, seeing Captain Jack for the first time really like. Oh, yeah. On it. On it. And, the, and it, it does kind of explain the compass. But it's, uh, it's nice to set it at night and do a big little storm number. Yeah, yeah. I think that mosaic. Felt very. Uh, of, 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 of looks, you know, throwing different looks at the film helps. Helps give some life to to you know in between all that kind of exposition of because we're still in very much in the kind of backstory section of the of the movie explaining how you got off the island explaining the curse right. explaining this is really that whole section. You're right. It's, uh, there are a million different stories to tell. I mean, there's so many different stories to tell. It's really yeah. and servicing each one is really. Uh, it's a complicated. Very, very complicated. Very difficult. And it's nice to change when you do when you're kind of burdened with that as a as a as a filmmaker. You, it's nice to change locations and change looks and change, you know, go from the moonlight serenade to the you know bright you know uh, tropical setting to the storm and then to the fog and because it's a lot of uh, it's a lot to ask of an audience to sit and listen. It's a great shot. Now, what is this all about? I mean, how, how was that done? Just... It's a completely synthetic model shot. Um, totally, the whole shot. Yeah, the foreground elements are practical model miniatures, and then it's a dry for wet, and then the uh, sharks were added from stock footage, and that's a lot of different things. It's a really beautiful shot. It's, it's not, I, like, I like when you close the compass and, and David's look to you, you know, cotton. Oh, yeah, cotton. <laughs> Mm, the teensy flies. Fell to mention that. Well, the place thing's closer to the vest now. A hard this was nice. This was one of several scenes that didn't exist until we started to. That's what's nice about having Ted and Terry on the run of the picture. It's like you can get, you know, where your problem. You know that they had an outline. Then the script came in. We were already scheduling yeah. one draft, and you know, and then like I, they would incorporate storyboards or ideas that came out of storyboards, like like your ship sinking at the beginning and the eyeball and things like that. And then this... You know, oh, Orlando's the, impression on me. <laughs> Which actually I thought worked out much better than having the thing explained, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the, the note that, you know, we need to explain... <laughs> why? Why <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow is, you know, perpetually drunk. Um, I was totally it's nice shocked. to ask the question and not have the answer, really, you know. Mm. I think it's the perfect. I was shocked that you left in from my back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just the fact that that lived oh. in the well, final it's... product. <laughs> it's really, really great. It's, you know, tried it without it and missed it, you know. It's one of those things you just. Seemed like it needed that beat, you know? Definitely. A little button. No, it was, you have really good instincts, you know. Crossed them together and made a raft. He wrote to Carpalus I see turtles. And this whole thing with the with the turtles. The sea turtles, yeah. Those guys are great, you know. I mean, Ted and Terry are really great because you can you can kind of present the issue, present the problem, and you get pages the next morning. You know, that's what's amazing. And oh, they're they like, were. where do we, where should we work? I'm like, use my trailer. I'm never there. They're just in my trailer. Oh, they were computer set up on the ball just, as. Uh, 
they could be. I mean, they were incredible. I've never worked like that. I've never had, you know, writers on throughout the entire production. I mean, we just, we didn't have a choice because the entire movie was, you know, made in 11 months. Um, but they really, you know, they were psyched. I mean, they'd never been on set. They'd never been allowed on set before. You know? Really? They were always kept at arm's length, and, and they were just so, you know... That's like, interesting. Like children just kind of really enjoying being around and seeing things. And, and I, would, I, I would do it again any, at any moment. Yeah. I found it really, really helpful. Yeah. Because there's things... Or oh, look on the page it may work beautifully on the page, but when it comes out into the atmosphere, it could take on a whole different thing. And to have them there to make changes on the spot was really something. They made so many. I mean, they made you know whole structural changes. The, <coughs> yeah. the ending of the movie was you know written I think halfway through. The. Um, a lot of stuff that came out of storyboards and action sequences and the skeletons and... Didn't we shoot this scene twice? Did we shoot the scene twice? It seemed like we shot it twice. Yes, we did. You know why? Because the underwater shot, this section it. here with the gold... That was um, it. ...had camera problems, completely out of focus. And so we did this and that. I think part of this section we did twice, yeah. And I like this. This is all built on the stage, stage two at Disney. And I really think they should have left that set. No treasure is silver and gold. It was such a beautiful. I'm sure they're, they're kicking themselves now. Giant sculpture. Mm -hmm. Just a beautiful. It was so beautiful. I love this kind of ritual in, in progress. And again, just good, you know, good words. I mean, yeah. they really, and it was very important to me to, ca to cast as many Brits as possible because of the, in looking at the genre and saying, why didn't it, why hasn't it worked? Mm -hmm. I, I found a lot of sort of dialect that felt like it wasn't really that Robert Louis Stevenson, you know, mm -hmm. the black spot, you know, it didn't have any of that kind of pirate flavor that was, you know, out of the pile and the, and the Treasure Island and all that stuff. It seemed to be that stuff kind of went away in some way. And uh, these guys, you know, here it is. And it was nice to, you know, in, in that, it's, if, you, if you look at the movie, Barbosa's the only one really doing the hard R. Yeah. The R. Yeah, you the know, Robert which, Newton sort of Yeah, which inspired. is great. I think yeah. it's nice that... It's a nice homage. I mean, it's a nice salute, you know, back to that. And to the genre, I mean, to the... And you're doing, I don't know what, you're doing Pepe Le Pew, and you're doing, you're just, you got, you got something really, a unique a mixture happening there. And whose blood must yet be paid? You know, the first thing I'm gonna do after the curse is lifted. Eat a whole bushel of apples. <laughs> Look how into it these guys were. They were so into it. Mm. Really, you know, that is, people underestimate 
casting of, of your, your extras. Oh, it made so all the difference here. Because they don't get paid very much. You know, it's, a, it's not they, a great they, job. No, I don't it's, know. You've got to find people who really want to do it and just realize it's, you know, it's fun. Oh, these guys are having a ball, man. Looking at those coins, I keep thinking of Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Those prop, prop, master, prop, maestro. Angry man. Genius. Just angry, angry man. Just brilliant and hilarious. Yeah. And He's so funny. Him and everybody sort of policing. Yeah. Oh, they were just, there was, you know, because the, again, you could, it's like not finishing the boat and having the two porta potties, you know, <laughs> and that had to be painted out in all the shots. The, uh, I love that moment. Um, you know, you can only have, you can't have 800 coins, you can have, you know, 42. <laughs> so, we're, so we're like constantly, you know, putting them closer together to make it look like the box is full of medallions. I love how he spits. He spits when he talks. Yeah. Where's your father, William Turner? No. Where's his child? The child that sailed from England eight years ago. The child in whose veins flows the blood of William Turner. Where? And Kira's right there. Isaac. Yeah. He's just a beautiful, beautiful human being. Yeah, he's a good guy. She's a proper age. It's amazing, man. But really, I mean, just watching the thing and seeing all these people again, this cast. Michael. Really perfectly cast. It's such a, you know, Trevor, it's such a bouillabaisse, you know? It's like you get, you got your kind of, your clams and you need your, you know, yeah. you need your garlic and you need all your kind of ingredients yeah. and you don't want too much of one thing. And... No, you've got a wide variety there. You know, Phineas, Blondie back there with those dreads and these guys. And after you'd wrap, they would just leave all the dirt on their faces and go, you know, have some beers. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and they would go around St. Vincent and, and all the locals would go, pirates, pirates. Yeah. Really a great bunch. There'll be like six Michaels on this movie, three Trevors. And... I love that walk. <laughs> this is just... Confused. Just completely delirious. You're supposed to be dead! Am I not? Yeah, this was the, uh, the, the mayonnaise moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the endless ad-lib. This was really fun. Hold on, lad. Oh, this is the also, with the um, mayonnaise and the... What was the, uh, Berdinamna, what was it? Uh, yeah. pa, 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 partner, howdy partner. Howdy partner, howdy partner. Howdy partner. <laughs> that would be the French. That's, I, I, I don't think anybody realized the political context of that one. <laughs> no, it, was, it didn't exist at that yeah, exactly. point, did it? 
I was just basically, we were doing the scene and I was sort of waiting for Gore to cut and it just didn't come. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Lee and I just kept going and started talking about, you know, the French and may inventors of mayonnaise and that they were, had uh, nice singing voices because they were all eunuchs. <laughs> Mackenzie said, I dated a eunuch once. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's when I pulled the fast show line, yeah. I'll yeah. get me coat, yeah. Yeah, that was good fun. There's some stuff with Jonathan Price in the same way. We, we, I just let him ramble yeah. at the door. And he's going... Oh, there's that great one. He's going, you know, and then, you know, 18 years earlier, and then I got a job on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> they never stopped shooting. The three... The woman with three breasts... The gym, the gymnast. They met a Russian gymnast with oh, yeah. three breasts. Kill him. Now, this, when I first cut the movie together, it was, you know, twice as long as it is now, and, um, you know, I, when this, I felt like we were, we were in good shape because this scene... You know, the films, you know, it's about this, you know, Captain Barbosa, and you talk about him, and, you know, people talk about you, and there's this whole kind of, you used to be the captain of the ship and the mutinous mate and everything, and there's this, you know, just, you know, standing on that bit of beach in the cave, but it's, the, the whole film kind of crosses right there, yeah. you know. It's a big crisscross. You're stuck with them, she's back with him, and... You could feel the whole energy of the uh, of the film, kind of, uh, and you guys together are great. Yeah. Was that our first bit together? Yeah, that was our first moment together in the film. No, no, the scene in the ship, the negotiation. Oh, we the negotiation. Eat, we eat the apple. That was actually that was the, the first thing, thing we shot. For you. Yeah. yeah. Getting to know the character, and suddenly it's dive in, yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on in that scene. It, I think it worked out really well. It was it was quite a bit longer initially, um, uh, as written. You know, yeah. You you're commenting on his ship, uh, something like having taken care of my ship. Uh -huh. um, but it didn't really work because it actually looked kind of nice yeah. in there. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's one thing below when you say, you know, I think there's a leak. Um, but his cabin is actually yeah, it's beautiful. Kind of nice. Yeah, it's really beautiful. <laughs> so I think on the page it, it read one way, and then once Derek got all the candles and everything working for the dinner scene, it was obviously not going to work that same that same way. And these two, these little scenes that they have together are really, really, really nice. Really. Uh, they're beautiful. Yeah, heartfelt, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they make it. They were just great on screen together. These are always tricky because it's, you know, it's so close to melodrama. Yeah, but I think that's the kind of beauty is just, yeah, just hovering in the arena, you know, and not maybe scraping against it, but never <laughs> yeah. really, you know. It's that's that's the challenge. It's that's hard the to fun. pull off. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. yeah. It's almost up there with I'm having your baby. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is his big epiphany moment and the, the returning, the dingus. Uh, yeah, here's the first day. 
My okay, first yeah. day of shooting. It's interesting because you look a little cleaner than the rest. Than the rest <laughs> of the I think I think we got a little more. I think this is a after your meeting with Dick Cook and and, and Jerry. It was immediately <laughs> after, yeah. After the three three front gold teeth or two, how many went away? Two two, two went away, and then I secretly added one. Mm, no. <laughs> nice. But time. the two that went away were the ones that I put on to use as bartering material. It's a very important tactic, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, it worked. This is pretty much how I love, I love. That's one of those things that just comes up on the day. Yeah, it just sort of yeah. happened in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we should just, and then we'll have a shot through the telescope of your bad breath, fogging <laughs> the lens. Yeah, looking at the breath, yeah. But. I think the only way we really made this schedule, if you think about, you know, water movies and the big disasters, you getting two ships lined up is a six-hour endeavor just to have, you know, one ship in front of the other like this, you know. So we would shoot this and this, you know, I got to hand it to Bruce. This is second unit, that, that, that bow crashing through the waves. And nice job, Bruce. Um, he would just put the Black Pearl in the background or vice versa. If we're on the interceptor, we'd put... And the Black Pearl, we put the interceptor as a model comp in the background. Just by the time you're, you know, okay, a little to your left, you know, it's yeah. we'd we'd be there for months, you know. And I think in a in a way, technology has allowed the kind of epic genre to return. Whether it's six thousand men on horseback that you mm -hmm. can't afford to, do, you know, now you can have fifty men on horseback and then digitally create yeah, just another six thousand. Multiply. And for a long time, that just went to animation. Cell animation was the only place you'd see those epics. And, and now, with the kind of photoreal animation. Apparently, there's a leak. And this was, um, this is one of the ones that storyboarded, then rewritten, storyboarded, rewritten. You know, the guys were really great about that. You know, I'd show them, like, little sketches and... And then just finding, you know, we'd had thousands of cards out on the table, like, okay, so when does Jack get thrown into the brig, and when does he see the boat turn, and when does he come back out, and, but Orlando's got to get stuck below, and, it, you know, they're really great about that, you know, you can just, like, lay it all out, you know, and shuffle it around, and then, of course, in the edit room, you change it all anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Once you see it and go, what were you thinking? I loved your storyboards. I loved that whole kind of giant storyboard thing that followed you wherever you went on the set. It's it's really nice to you know if you completely storyboard a movie, I think you you neuter the possibilities for happy accidents. Yeah. You know you really. That's a great way of putting it. It's exactly that. Yeah. You completely and it becomes clinical and you know um, I mean you have to kind of. If you've seen the movie, why well, shoot it? Yeah. Yeah. Everything, yeah. I mean, for me, it's a bore. I mean, it's just work. It's like you might as well sell real estate or something for a living if you take all the creative juice out. And there's something nice about in the morning, you know, sketching up stuff, your coverage, and, and then putting up on a big board so that everybody <clears throat> can see it. You know, why hide? It was... Not, you could walk by and go, oh, yeah, so they're going to... That's when he'll see my close-up on that line. And, you know, anybody can look at it and kind of get a sense of what the day's work is and... And then you can quickly change it if if it's like the wind's blowing the wrong direction. Many times when it yeah. changed, oh. yeah. you know, you, you that 
that's what's amazing about I think this this film is that you've got 600 people, you know, and and just to go to like the extras wardrobe tent and see all these kind of you know these these Brits that have come, flown in and are, have been up since one in the morning getting all these people in you know wigs and and everything and, yeah. and you never see them on the set they they're back you know you know to, you're eight miles out to sea and they're you know they're like sequestered in the kind of soccer field <laughs> with their huge tent um, but then uh, then to somehow stay fluid at the same time you know to stay incredibly fluid and I think it's out of the the chaos factor just makes you kind of have to, you know, shuffle the deck always. Yeah. The deck shuffling. Well, that's not going to work. We'll move to this, and then we'll rethink that. That shot turned out great. Amazing. This whole sequence is really shocking. Just cinematically, just... And just the way you pulled it off, you know, the way you were able to pull the whole turning of the ship. I mean, there's so much of this is like little pieces were shot on stage at the Spruce Goose hangar, those cannon shots. That... And then, uh... look at this, it's giant, man. I had mm. no idea. Mm. <clears throat> this is where you feel like you're directing traffic, not directing a movie <laughs> at some point. And at the same time, you, I look over at Peter Cohn, who's on a, you know, another boat, and he just looks back at me smiling like, that's fantastic. Fork at the fork is great. He looks back at me like he's a nine-year-old kid going, you know, <laughs> what a great sandbox. Yeah. But at a certain point, when you're shooting that kind of thing, I mean, that level of insanity, I mean, action just becomes... You're just praying. Okay. <laughs> You're praying nobody gets okay, hurt. Okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> really, right? I mean... Yeah. I mean, to, well, to be honest, you know, George, George Ruge, uh, our stunt coordinator, really choreographed some great stuff. And he was... I, I, I must say, we kind of, I think, coined two interesting terms in this movie, which are sort of visual effects ad-lib and, and stunt ad-lib. Yeah. You know, hey, George, <clears throat> can you give me a bit of, a bit of doo-doo-doo and, like, three guys falling in the water? Sure, you can, do I have five minutes? You know, it was... Right, it, it was, but... The, all, the whole movie was But things like that, that you would ask for after they'd rehearsed for months, yeah. a, a specific and precise routine that needed to be, as you say, you know, things, you know, you had to shift around a little bit here and there, you know, on the go. And, and these guys, you're like, okay, yeah, give me five minutes, yeah. you know, after they were months amazing. of rehearsal. I know. I was just getting you out of the water in the ending. I mean, that was like... I was like, no, we need something big, really big, like flying up out of the, launched out of the water, landing on the deck. He's like, oh, boy, how am I going to do that with no money, no time, no rehearsal? <laughs> this was fantastic, that dropping. Mm. Was that Jeffrey or was that Thomas? Mm, was, that's Jeffrey. Oh, that was Jeffrey? But it's, it's, a, it's a split, you know, we, we, oh, did, we dropped the mask and had him there separately. That was a sort of George Patton moment. Oh, it's amazing, yeah, it's, it's ex exactly the, uh, the, what's the moment in Apocalypse? Duval. Yeah. As the yeah, bombs exactly. are splitting around yeah. him. You, you can surf. Yeah. You can fight, you can surf. Yeah. And these guys, you know, take after take, screaming. These guys, you know, really great. I remember the whole discussion about Orlando. You know, you're not going to trap Orlando below during the whole fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's a great sword fighter. He should be out there sword fighting. I mean, 
Oh, I think it's, it, it's, it's, it's very smart to tie the character's hands once again. Absolutely. I think it's much more dramatic to kind of have him not be able to fight. I mean, at some point, you know, sword fighting is sword fighting is, you know. There's plenty of sword fighting in the movie. There's plenty. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty. Yeah. And oh, it's also his that. kind of, you know, it's his catharsis. It's his death and resurrection as a pilot. This shot is reversed. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm. I noticed. Well, what happened there was the ship didn't cooperate with us because you coming up from the stairs geographically is on one side. I see. Um, but the entire sequence is the other side of the line. And even though we crossed the line and come back, at the end of the day, it was too many people were confused, so I just said, you know what, just, just flop that shot, keep you consistently right, and then, you know, the, the interceptor consi consistently left. It works well. Yeah, I mean, I, no, one, no one would notice, I don't think. Oh, there's, there are whole websites dedicated to finding, finding of, the, yeah, the mistakes, yeah. and believe me. Well, there's can, one, folks. If you, <laughs> there's the, there's I can point out 14 you're never going to notice. <laughs> there are grips and shots, you know, with hats on, you know. <laughs> there's these guys with the barrels, the water agitator guys, you know. Oh, this was a fun it. moment. The oh, the monkey. That's a great ad lib. Monkey. <laughs> that's fantastic. That was fun. And I, I was it. just waiting for you to say, um, can you not say monkey? <laughs> Why? You never did. No, no, I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and I love that shot, too. It's a, the, the two monkeys. It's a, Tony, bless him. Yeah, he's great. Well, thank you, Jack. You're welcome. Not you, we named the monkey. That monkey performance is not a composite. That's just dumb luck. Yeah, just on the money. Mm, back in the tank. Was that in the tank down in, uh... Yeah. Where the hell were we? Where Long, Long Beach. Long Beach, yeah. It's a, you know, you can go through this and go, Caribbean, Long Beach, you know, Spruce Goose Hangar, stage two. Yeah. It's just, this sequence was shot. Basically, the entire length of the movie, we'd pick up a piece, a small set piece here, a set piece there. What a puzzle, man. Mm. Any of you so much as thinks the word parlay, I'll have your guts for that. He was very, very good. Yeah, he's great. He was really worried about his accent, and, and you know, I think he delivered really nicely. Mm. Kept consistent. He's really dedicated. Big model composite. You took advantage of our hospitality last time. It holds fair now. You return the favor. And this was, I think, the most fun. Look at these guys. They were yeah. <laughs> That's one of those. You talk to you tell Kira one thing and then you tell the guys another thing. Yeah, right. She goes free. What's in your head, boy? She goes free. I love the stuff you do in this scene, though, Johnny. Really great. And again, a really you know you got like four can you know you don't know. Yeah, this was the interesting. The sun's going down. We you didn't know where the cameras were. Yeah. It was just sort of like you know. Okay, go. <laughs> well, the schedule's insane. You're just hosing it, you know? You have the specific shots, and then you've just got kind of... Thank God we always had a, you know, 100 mil on you. Just yeah. just getting those things. But I could tell, because you, you know, if you look at the dailies, you, could, you know, there are, there are moments, and then you're always doing something, you know? 
<laughs> but there seem to be these great little peaks, you know, carving out because. Have you lost the David Jones locker. Name your terms, Mr. Turner. Elizabeth goes free. Yes, we know that one. Anything else? And Jeffrey Squared. Mackenzie, it's just a great group. I mean, these, even these like four shots and sh seven shots, you know, with these faces. Agreed. Oh, yes, the island. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's one. I think that was when everything was peaking, really. You know. Oh, the island, the reefs. I love that. You know, the boat, the, the, lo the locals are going, no, no, bad, bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> reefs, you know. And, and the, the marine unit's going, no, no, we've got GPS. We know where every reef is. And all the, all the uh, torches, it, all the flashlights were on one boat. It's, it's safe. <laughs> I just love that. It's, is it safe? Oh, yeah, it's safe. And Kira ended up with her mom. Floating. Bless her soul on a reef, stuck on a reef at, you know, pitch black. Crazy. Mm. That's a really, I mean, they, they don't sail around there at night. No. At all. They just don't. They're smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were laughing at us. And the poor guys, the marine, you know, the, the 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 guys driving the ships were were going, you know, I sure could use a local, you know, looking at his GPS, going, I don't feel good about this, man. <laughs> like, can't we just get a local guy on the, on every boat, you know? Because they've got this stuff down. Petite tobacco, petite tobacco. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, this is again a lot of painting out of sailboats and tourists. And that's the big, you know. The crime is that you can't find a deserted island on this planet anymore. There's a hotel, or it's a tourist site. Or yeah, it's pretty a, rare. You know, they just don't exist, and you know, national parks don't like you burning their palm trees. Yeah, apparently there's a problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not uh, welcome. Well, we we brought in our own, and and then did the rest of the composite. Okay, nice dive. Another nice dive by Tony Angelotti. Mm. Thank you very much. I'm putting the longer version of this island scene on the on the DVD because there's some great stuff with it. I love the stuff you do with the ball, putting the ball in the gun when you're oh, drawing, right. drawing out all your your, your gunpowder and right, right, right. It's really nice that and the scars I think are really great. Oh, I, just, I forgot about the scars. Mm, yeah, really good. We had to make a lot of deep cuts here because, and it's something that you know Ted and Terry and I discussed at length. You basically have reached the point of the film where you know everything you need to end the movie, and you've got forty minutes left. And, oh Lord, and, really? And you and and I think you know if we could do it all again, we would learn something. And I mean, we learn about Jack and it, and how he got off the island. I love this jumping and the walk, <laughs> the walk and the knocking on the on the tree. This is really. I thought we had a good time here. We had a ball. I had a ball. This scene was. It's probably the one that sticks out to me as the most 
it works. It's fun just because it was it was Jack really exposed, really yeah. exposed for the yeah, first it was time. Completely deconstructed. Yeah. And you know, you know the jack the jacket's off, the hat's off. Yeah. You know, the, the myth, myth is gone. Yeah, for the moment. You yeah. know, he can completely evaporated and and she was so good she was so so good in this she's great but structurally i mean it's this is where you would want to learn something that changed the third act yeah. that's my only criticism of of the script in general is that i wish that somehow on this little cul-de-sac here on this island that some knowledge was gained that fundamentally changed how the entire third act played right. out and um yeah it it works in, in a purely kind of, even though it shouldn't, it works because you guys are so good. I mean, it works. Uh, normally, I think you can't take a summer movie and stop right here and, and just do character work. You know, it's best, it's, it's plot, 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 yeah, plot. Yeah, I right? remember you saying at a certain point, like, that, was, that early on you thought the scene didn't fit. Mm, it's not that it didn't fit. It's just, you know, it, as written, it's it was like eight, a, and a, eight and a half minutes longer. Right, than something this. that yeah. just suddenly the momentum is. Boom. I think but it's actually good to take a dip after, that after the ship to ship battle. It's yeah. great to take a dip. Yeah. It's great to slow things down. The entire ocean, the entire world. But it's not, I mean, I think as it turned out, compressed and, and you get the important bits and, you know, why is the rum gone? <laughs> yeah. Which is the important mm. bit, yeah. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> and this is beautiful. That's a beautiful take. And God, we shot this in. We shot this on the island. We shot this in Malibu. We shot this on, on the, the stage. stage. Yeah. Pieces, little pieces everywhere. Company is infinitely better than last time. Father Time holding a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Uh. Just like Methuselah. You know, like, you know. Yeah, nice. Putting my arm around this innocent teenager, you know. <laughs> well, that's the, I think that's the beauty about the characters. I honestly believe she's going to get lucky. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, things are not, not so bad. We got the right, you know, the ship's gone. That's what I love. I'm not, and it's that honesty that makes the kind of, it never would have worked between us. Even attempted to spruce himself yeah. up, twisting and twirling his mustache. <laughs> Poor bastard. That's really good. That's the heart of the scene. And it was nice to have, you know, uh, the two of us taking on the entire visual special effects department. It, oh, it, God. You know, the tempers were hot, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and it was nice to, you know. We were soaring you, for a moment. Uh, you had my back, Jack. I always have your back. Boom. We'll always that have your back. That was really brother. nice. Always. Just, you know, nobody, everybody was like, oh, this is ugly. And you were just right there. You burned all the food, the shade, the rum. Yes, the rum is gone. Why is rum gone? One, because it is a vile drink that turns even... I just jumped right in. I not believe that the guy had spoken to you. It was just... Mm, it was nice. Everybody was just kind bizarre. of... Bizarre. Oh, weird scene, weird scene. Weird scene, <laughs> weird scene, rap. Why is the rum gone? Just wait, Captain Sparrow. You give it one hour, maybe two. Keep a weather eye open and you will see white sails on that horizon. Mm-hmm. I love that performance right there. Mm. <laughs> Pulling himself back mm. together. Just brilliant. God, look at that. The background is amazing. Yeah. John Knoll, ILM, did a really great job with that. There'll be no living with her after this. 
We've got to save Will. No, you're safe. There's that wig. <laughs> and it's good. I mean, I've, I think it's nice to, at this point in the movie to feel these guys returning into the, oh, into the store. You know, I, I no always question. I felt like, okay, now we're back. No, you, yeah. you do. You miss them. Man, Angus. Yeah. It's like I can watch the whole movie and 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 just watch him. I know. You know at some point. I want to watch. I love this uh, the bad breath thing again. Oh, the last real pirate threat in the Caribbean, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's. Uh, I mean, Jack's breath is like just a donkey's ass. You know? <laughs> it's it is just beautiful. For me. As a wedding gift. Elizabeth. She's great. She's just. Yeah, this was a fun moment. She's just there. I am. Wedding. I love weddings. Drinks all around. It's really a joy to talk about, you know, to talk about all the little things. Yeah. You know, with Jack Davenport, with 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 Jonathan Price, with Kira, what's going on and. You know, with your, your character kind of, <laughs> this is not a bad shit. Maybe I can work it. I feel like you're, the new plan is kind of developing. Oh, he's up to something. That's why it's so, such a rare thing. Because the thing is rich, rich, rich in characters. Everybody's very, very uh, specific. Everybody's and and paired off perfectly, you know, Mackenzie and Lee, you know, Pintel and Rigetti and uh, Murtaugh and Mulroy. There, it's like, and Mulroy I felt like Murtaugh and Mulroy was like Jonathan, Laurel and Hardy, and these guys are Laurel and Hardy on acid. Yeah, you know, they yeah. like the, you know, you don't want you put them together and it's like matter and antimatter. It's like, <laughs> something. Oh man, I could watch him forever. And the face, the makeup is really, really great. Makeup, lighting, really just great faces. That didn't sit too well with the captain at all. Tell him what Barbosa did. I'm telling a story! Those two. Yeah, it's like it's like Archie Bunker and Edith Bunker, <laughs> you know, these two. Yeah. Yeah, they're a couple of married, you know, an old married couple. They've spent a lot of time together. Lee's makeup is fantastic. You know, uh, Charlie Gibson, our visual effects supervisor, went to high school with Lee, finished the entire movie, and saw the credits, finally, when the credits were done, and said, Lee Ehrenberg, is he in this movie? I went to high school with him. And I'm like, dude, oh, he's been tell you've been staring at him that you know, fixing Rigetti's <laughs> eye for months digitally, putting in the wooden eye, and you don't know it. Yeah, so no that's him. I don't care for the situation. Any Those telescope shots were really uh we spent a lot of time. There's uh, some guys at Method, good friends of mine who who uh, these French guys and they we spent the, hours like looking ring. at old telescopes and yeah. like the distortion and stuff. It's really also like the, the cake dirt around yeah. the edges. Yeah, really nice, like nice touch. Crusty. Oh, dislocation. Oh my god. Three divers in the water trying to hold the boat off the rocks. <laughs> so we just, didn't crash into yeah. the rocks. <laughs> and they did. Alex. I know, they're just sacrificing their bodies. This guy was very good, no? He's very good, Damien. Damien O'Hare. Yeah, I think we got lucky on a lot of these parts. You know, just first choices all the way around. 
You know, Isn't that incredible? Meet a guy, you know, you want to do the movie? Sure, boom, in. It's great. Amazing. Jeffrey with that apple. <laughs> <The> apple. <laughs> Always the apple. It's nice. That's a sort of beautiful through line for him, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the one thing he has is this, you know, he just wants to taste. He yeah. just wants to taste again, yeah. to feel. But again, these are things that are so clear, I mean, so well written, you oh. know. Our one arm extra. Yeah, I mean, they did it, they really, you know, Ted and Terry, I think, really are great at connecting the dots. In a really good sense. <laughs> it's like the guy, Dies. the guy breaking up the game show. Where's Elizabeth? Which? She's huh? safe. No, me. Oh yeah, Captain Jack back. stepping in. Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like the graduate or something. Yeah. Banging on the glass. Yeah. Except for Elizabeth, who is in fact a woman. Shut up. Ah, that's the reintroduction of your character here. It's quite you don't want to be doing that. And the two, the two of you together, I mean, I just feel like there's all this history. Yeah. You know, really feel like, I mean, he hates you more than anything, and you hate him even more than that. Yeah. You know, and it's just, and the games you guys play, it's fantastic. And I think, yeah, I mean, these two characters know each other really, really well. And hate each other, but need each other. Yeah. So there's a nice, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, or many layers. But you guys, without spending a lot of time together, I mean, you guys just, you know. Yeah, I just, yeah it felt pretty, pretty, pretty clear. I mean, we, on screen, it was like, you know, you, you'd look each other in the eye and it was all there. Uh, this was the night that Giles had his kid, I think. He was out in the middle of the water. That's right. Yeah, we, we, we tried to fly him back. And uh, his baby was born this night. I feel so horrible about that. We got Mackenzie back for the birth of his child, yes. but we couldn't get Giles back. Yeah. Just... I hope his wife forgives him. There you are with two ships, the makings of your very own fleet. Of course, you'll take the grandest as your flagship, and who's to argue? Great negotiation. <laughs> and now Jack can be clear. Just, I just love the way you kind of it's such a confidence game. I suppose in exchange you wanted me not to kill the whelp. No, 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 it's all by all means. Kill the whelp. Kill the whelp. <laughs> I loved that line. No, by all means, kill the whelp. This thing coming up with you taking the coin, this was never in the, you know, originally it was just going to be throwing the coins back and right. hearing the extra one, yeah. you know, <laughs> And we had it cut that way for the longest time, and people were were really genuinely confused as to, did you have that coin from the beginning? Were you always a skeleton? How come we've just never shown that you were in moonlight? Did you? Oh, you know, and it, even though you've never been to the island before, because you're a mutiny, it really threw a lot of doubt in the audience's mind. So we had to. We actually looked at. The footage. We didn't even do a reshoot. We looked at the footage, and there was one where you kind of, we actually reversed a little shot and slowed it down. Where the was palming, yeah, it. palming yeah. it, and then we put, you know, put the music in there to signify it, and it really helped. Apologies. You give the orders. 
because it was the other the other issue that became apparent was the whole kind of how the curse functioned and that you could you know I think what very tricky deal now. yeah well it was really tricky how we had the kind of multiple curses going on and you you created your own curse but it was different than their curse and I think um, once we got both coins going back in the chest I mean the, 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 the intuitive response from the audience is when the coins are returned the curse is over and as written there was always the other coin is still out there the and one then they've all returned but you're still a skeleton right. and we had to do that whole fix-it job I think I'd like to put that on the missing scenes too even though I don't have your performance as skeletal but the, I love the moment where it's not a bad look really oh that one yeah I mean, it's a beautiful performance. I really wanted to see that as a skeletal it's not a jacket. Bad look. <laughs> this is all dry for wet. Not for crying to green screen composite work. <laughs> These guys. These. <laughs> I can't believe I got away with this in a Bruckheimer movie. They were. I remember them going to Penny Rose, going, "Okay, so when am I going to see the dresses?" And she's like. No, they killed the dresses. I'm like, what do you mean they killed the dresses? Oh, really? well, they, the dresses, they told me not to make the dresses. I said, Penny, I, I, I need the dresses. That's, <laughs> it's in the script. It's part of the thing. We've been working on this for a long time. She said, don't worry, I've made them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. She's so great. Moment, please. I think that's one of those things Jerry was just kind of, are you sure about the umbrellas and the dresses? Mm. Yes, the umbrella motif. Well, the moonlight and the shadow. You know, this is this has been really difficult to do the whole kind of moonlight and shadow thing, because technically every one of those ropes is casting a shadow, and there'd be like a little line across uh, somebody's face, and then yeah. there's a huge kind of cheat and just creative license. But also. You know, bring the moon, cue the moon, yeah. as they say when you when you need your skeletons. Which I thought was a really great idea. Of, you know, instead of just making them the skeleton army, you know, uh, I think Ted and Terry you know, had the idea that they, only in the moonlight you, you see them as skeletons. It really allowed you to have actors and not just have kind of creatures. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, can you imagine that if they were just like this the entire movie? really wear on you. But also the effect of the, the gradual sort of change from human into, into skeleton when they, when, like when, when Jeffrey steps into the moonlight, for instance, I mean, that's... I, know, I think when you guys are sword fighting in and out of those shafts. Oh yeah, a lot of course, yeah. But even these guys, are not you know, in the, in the, in the shade here, even as... Um, even as pirates, they're kind of decomposing, you know. Yeah. Kind of feel, you know, I always feel like they're pretty disgusting before, before the transition. And this was great. This was, you know, we shot all of this handheld to try to keep that, you know, sort of combat footage feel, and it just became a nightmare. Um, on the one hand, because you had to, you had to photograph. There's nothing there, and so you have, the cameraman has to remember. And we'd shoot it with an actor, and then and then remember where they are and pull focus. And I like that you check the, um, <laughs> the genitalia on the statue. <laughs> I check the sex, yeah. you know. 
what is that thing? And then it ends up in your bag at the end. Which is great. Dishonest man, you can always trust to be dishonest. Honestly, it's the honest ones you want to watch out for. Because you can never predict. But you know, the other way, you know, 10 years ago, we would have to shoot this all motion control with green screens and, you know, it would have been very clinical. Yeah, and, yeah you know, course. these days you can just freeze you up to, you know, grab a camera and keep it sort of raw. Love this bit of music too. Really, I mean, Hans and, and Klaus did a great job. Coming up is the line from Elizabeth that I remember when I saw the trailer for the first time. I really made me laugh out loud. What the corset line? The bit about the corset. Yeah. It just it came so unexpected. It just was, and so well delivered, you know. Uh, she's great. It's a tough line to pull off. I think she really kind of. That's why she's got such confidence and she commits. You know. Oh, she can make it all work. Anything. I think. You know. She's. I think she's launched. Yes. Yeah. I think she's. I think that missile is launched. Mm. Oscillation between, you know, there's a movie for kids and yet there's enough for adults and the kind of child and all of this. And I always thought, I never, I, it never seemed like a just, just a kiddie movie or anything like that to me. It always seemed like it would appeal or should appeal to, uh, yeah, there's, but if you play it in a wide know. audience, you'll get, you can feel the kids laughing at the kind of more slapstick stuff mm -hmm. and you can feel the adults laughing at the sort of, why is the rum gone? And and the kind of more of the character-driven uh, moments. And um, it's nice when you get four hundred people in a theater and you and you, you feel that movement. I've not seen it with an audience yet. I mean, just the premiere or whatever. But you know, yeah, that was different kind of deal. Yeah, very That's different. A lot of agents and yeah, that was. No, no, you got to go see it with you know five hundred strangers, and that's where you really. Uh, I think you learn a lot about your movie when you get it up in front of those people. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Jonathan. That's great. He came back for this whole sequence. And it was, again, it was a it's late kind of a, decision. A strange B. Arthur thing going on. <laughs> no, yeah, Maud. Mm. Completely. <laughs> he, uh, With that wig, you know. I, it was, I'm really glad we put him on the ship because in the original draft he didn't even exist. You know, he, he never came back. Right. You know, and and um, one of my concerns was, you know, you've got nobody on that. You've got all these skeletons in British Navy fighting, and nobody's on that ship that you really care about. You know. Yeah. And it was like, what about Governor Swan? Let's put him. In. And that's how we kind of ended up back in the movie. And it's nice. It's great to have him. And he's just, you know, he came back in for a week and. Was great. This is fun. I love this. That's how how did a great job. Their key yeah. animator with with your, capturing your performance. And you went up and did some motion capture for this too. Yeah, with the little ping pong balls all over. My, I love the coin thing. These are your eyes. 
Those are your eyes. God, that's I bizarre. I think it's really, you know, it's great to be able to do that. In You're our, right. The transition our... between moonlight and and shade is is really really something here. It's really the 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 most difficult stuff because you have to. Um, they're locked to the performance. You know, they're completely locked to the performance. They can't invent. No, invent anything because you're, you're, you're coming in and out. It has to be exactly tracked to your performance, which I think is really nice because you retain, you know, you, re you retain the performance of the actor in the scene. Massive cheating with the moonlight here, obviously. But the, the, I think the angle of the moonlight was like this, <laughs> you know, 45 degree ended up at about 180 in the windows there. But. That's all right. It's a full mm. moon. That's right. It's, it's everywhere. And you guys really, I mean, really did some great sword fighting here. It was nuts, man. Mm. Oh, Sorry. The, the lizard running on water. <laughs> oh, the, no, the best lizard movie is coming out of this sequence. Oh, that's coming out of this, right, that's right. Lip sync with no lips. Really, really tricky. And did the tongue and... I love this. This is like the scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scarecrow. Ray, ladies and gentlemen, Ray Bolger. That, There's right the there, that's... <laughs> this is running on water. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Just the, the, the ability to keep character on the skeletons. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see exactly who's who. It's not just generic skeleton. I mean, you oh, really see. When you see so Trevor important. Goddard, you see Trevor Goddard. When you see Lee uh, or, or Mackenzie, it's really them. That's the one thing I feel like we did have time for, because even the, when we were prepping the movie, we, we had, you know, conceptual artist after conceptual artist, and all those guys, Crash and uh, Damien and um, uh, Derek and all these guys who were working in my office doing drawings and, and looking at photographs as the cast came in doing kind of versions of, right. of each actor as a skeleton and then ILM picking that up and, and working on that and doing more photo real representations from the line sketches and also props you know and hats and hair and you know who's got what pistol and what do we keep and what do we lose and look at those dresses I mean they just fully decomposed the cavalry has arrived. And I kind of just so nice to kind of keep this sort of handheld camera for all this stuff. So you're not, you're not into that, you know, super clinical feel. Yeah. Know? It's just really important to just keep it random. And Boson, Isaac, I mean, you can tell it's Isaac. Oh, no question. <laughs> All that performance is taken from Mackenzie. I mean, that's 100% Mackenzie there. Like pain. Oh. 
wearing a corset. Tough cookie. Significant moment. I love this piece of music right here, the way it takes off. Because it's it's old-fashioned pirate cue, yet there's something fresh about it. I mean, you enjoy it. Well, that's the thing about the... I mean, the film itself brings back kind of old Hollywood, you know, feel. As you said, you know, before, there's something in it for everyone, you know, as films used to be. Keepsakes from the oh. cave? I stole mm. a lot, yeah. I stole quite a few pieces of treasure. My daughter even stole treasure from the cave. Oh, we couldn't find any of those coins. There's not no coins left. Everybody had you would know, fill that cave with extras and Oh yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day there was just be completely, you know, chalices and mugs and things missing. Yeah, you hire a bunch mm. of guys to be pirates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. They're in character. He didn't waste it. I think this performance from you and the Jeffrey. Really it's great. And again, I like how serious you play this too. Yeah, he had to come back. The gravity yeah. of the moment, you know. Some music here. I think somehow it. When I heard this cue, and I felt like, oh yeah, this is saying. The movie's actually been about something. Yeah. You know it. it uh, you know it's good fun, but. And it finishes it up nicely, and these guys, I mean, the composers, it was insane, Johnny. I mean, they would. We were so rushed. They would have. Um, computers, you know, and they'd have a session and they'd have a phone patch and they would have a choir recording from 9 to 11 and then they'd have brass from 11 to oh, noon and the same cue and then the strings would come in and the second half of the day and play the same cues, all the click tracks and wow. midi being fed across the world, you know. Parlay. It was like an army. The ship is ours, gentlemen. Jonathan Price, just classic. <laughs> Classic moment here. The wig askew. This little <laughs> the boxing here thing is just <laughs> just brilliant. That's this is where the scene was omitted with you and and, and with the, the chest closing and all that. Oh yeah, right, my man. I think it was a good lift. Which cleared up the curves. Completely yeah. cleared up the kind of. You know, they all have to return to the chest. And I think as written, it was really tough for an audience to understand that if you take one, you create your own curse. Mm. Then what about the pirates? They took them all, but how come one guy didn't put his, his back? How come he's not normal? And I think it, it did 
make a lot of sense to just kind of <clears throat> simplify it down to they've all got to get back in the box. Um, but it was a great scene. I mean, yeah. really it was great a nice, scene. Nice, fun, yeah. fun scene. <laughs> I like all the stuff you've pilfered. <laughs> He's got the... Happy uh, days. Yeah, exactly. There's Dean Martin. There he goes. <laughs> They are back at that. <laughs> There's some diver under that boat just getting slammed against the oh, yeah, just... holding his breath. This was early on in the shoot, this. Yeah, we had to come back to this quite a bit. Weather changing. Mm -hmm. And this thing didn't didn't even exist originally in the first draft, and then it was it ended at the Island of the Dead, and then we're like, well, gee, that's kind of a bummer, you know. And I'm coming back. I think was a good idea, even though the, the film has quite a few endings. It, it felt like the right place to to finish things off. And I love the listing of all of your yeah, your, <laughs> your crimes. Priests, yeah. There's certain things he's really proud of. Impersonating mm. a cleric of the Church of England. Yeah, he's, he's proud of it, you know. Kidnapping, looting, poaching, brigandage, pilfering, depravity, depredation, and general lawlessness. I remember when we did this, like, I was a day later. Elliot Marks, well, bless him. Bless his soul. Our, uh, still a photographer who has uh, gone on to, uh, yeah, another plateau. Rest his soul, good man. But he gave me like a stack of photographs, you know. He was so excited by the, the just the imagery. You know, just he was oh, so he was loving it. He really loved I'm every really, second of it. I was already thinking, you know, that that's that's who I want to bring on all my movies because he, as much as I tripped over him and stepped on him and he was in shot yeah. and like Elliot, get out of the frame. He was, you know, he cared about the movie. He, he was like he was, a method stillsman. You know? oh, he was in there. He couldn't, he, you know, he wanted to get as close as he could. He was on the crane. He was under your legs. Between, you know, you, uh, really, really talented. Yeah. I miss him. He was something else. He was also, remember in the Caribbean, when we were on Petita back, and I showed you something in the... Oh, yes, very nice, yeah. <laughs> Stall number three. There was Stall some fine, fine art. I'd like to get that print. And Elliot went in there. <laughs> we, went, we went and searched him out, and he went in and he took the photo. It was quite a creation, whoever, whoever that was, really, you know, has, has got some talents that the world really, you know, oh, has yet to witness. Yeah, it was, it was a special moment. That was when the, the grips were brushing their teeth with beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a wonderful section of the film. Kerry getting lost on the reef and barrels exploding and almost... <laughs> like, Don't worry, it's safe. We'll yeah. just do a test. Boom! Barrel flies 40 feet and almost takes somebody's head off. That's great. I mean, all this stuff you do here, right? <laughs> the feather. It was, it was nice, you know, just like available stimulus, you know. <laughs> oh, like, no, you're, t you're, in, you're in the scene. It just scene. so it's happened that the thing, you know, 
you're so, you're such a strong flavor. I had to actually start framing you out because <laughs> it's like all this stuff is great. You know. If all I have achieved here is that the hangman will earn two pairs of boots instead of one, so be it. I couldn't stop watching you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I had to start kind of like get up in here. You know, I had to start like okay, just pan a little more right. <laughs> get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were you know you were earning, earning your keep. Mugging. <laughs> this is the bit where I couldn't. It was very, very difficult to keep a straight face mm. with Jonathan. Oh, it's like the, uh, everything's so earnest here. Truly lies. It is. There you are. You were still there. That's nice. I, I love this exit. It's just this whole section is great. We had to come back and pick up something too. Yeah. That's right. Jonathan's reaction to the breath. <laughs> killed me, man. He's fantastic. Mm. Oh, I love that. You know that? <laughs> you know, the footballer sort of thing. Elizabeth. This is just. It would never have worked between us, darling. <laughs> I love how much he be he believes that. Yeah, it's kind of it's you know. Just... Beautiful. Yeah, she loved me, you know. She always loved me. Yeah. That it's better off this way. He's he's got a he's got an audience that's like, well, let's add to the myth. You know. This is the day that you will always No, I mean it's all that stuff swinging falling off cliffs, swinging around, getting shot at. It's you know he's really not a very good pirate, you know? <laughs> but but the myth, yeah. you know, is is it doesn't matter because the myth is out there, and it's it says he's great. Yeah, and it's exactly all, that. Uh, yeah, it's it's, cool. the, it's the rock and roll star yeah. thing, you know. Before you know, when they're on tour, <laughs> the whole idea that the that the band is coming reaches the town, you know, yeah, starts the excitement, infinitely, you know, like way before they arrive. Taking those rare photos out of Circus Magazine and cutting them, <laughs> pasting them up on your wall. Yeah. That's it. Keith Richards is coming to town. That's it, man. Now all that stuff, you get so much of that. It's, you know, the visibility is so high. They kind of, mm. it's hard. You know, and the myth is so much about appetite too. You know, and and being a little starved. Yeah. Well, this is really good writing, too. You know, just taking the sword idea and kind of using it, coming back the good man idea. The, yeah. The code. I mean, those connections. Those guys are really good. I mean, it's very, you know, it's not, like, the, the movie's not laden with subtext, you know. It's, it's text, actually. It's not <laughs> subtext. It's spoken. But uh, these guys are really good, you know. I think the credit really goes to, the, to Ted and Terry for, for just doing a fantastic job with the story. Just also, I mean, just what you shot and put together. I mean, mm. given that, given that skeleton of the screenplay, and then throwing the meat on this deal, man. Well, it's uh, it takes a village. <laughs> it takes a village. It takes a whole town. Yeah. It takes half the state. Okay, so we d we gave you the kiss and the crane shot. There you go. You've got it. Cotton's parrot. I remember that thing like 
pecking his eyes oh. out at times. This is a great. I mean, George and the boys and Tony put this yeah. thing together, and and Jimmy and just a great team. They put that thing together in no time. It was a, that's again ad lib stunt work. You know? Yeah. I need something. When does it shoot? Tomorrow. <laughs> you know. I don't imagine. They would just put something together. Ah, oh, yes, the hat. And the hat. The movie's about hats, isn't it? Yeah. It's a movie about hats and wigs. I think Dr. Strangelove's about chewing gum. <laughs> this movie's about hats. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Caressing yes. the phallus. Little phallus moment. Mm. Phallic moment, yeah. Yeah. Eisner was very concerned about this daily. <laughs> Well, it is your bringing me that rice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm really bad at There's my singing debut. Yes. Musical's next, I believe. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, Gore. Thank you. Thank you Tony. for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Ted and Terry. Thank you for the water. It's a, it's yeah. Fine, sparkling yeah. medicine, really. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I never saw that based on Walt Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, here's a question. Mm. At the end mm -hmm. of the credits, there is a. Oh, yes, an Easter egg. There's an Easter, Easter egg. egg. Yeah. Now, I've not seen it, but I've heard about it. Uh, you have to be very patient. Very, very patient. Very patient. <laughs> a lot of people worked on this movie. <clears throat> Penny Rose. Wow. I'd take her anywhere. Just She's great. something that unbelievable. I just really, really knows how to how to keep the director's vision and then go off and work with actors and and you know, actors want to wear certain clothes, but she's able to kind of explore that and, and not, you know, when you first showed up with that wardrobe and all your stuff in your trailer with your teeth and everything, I was just kicking myself with joy. You know, just I'll never forget unbelievable. that. The moment when I first got into wardrobe and uh, makeup and hair, and you walked into the, the wardrobe room where I was, where I'd been dressing. And you just walked in, you had a cigar, and you just walked in, you went, that's it! That's it! It was so right, I mean, it was just so alive and yeah. perfect. I, we're in the contemporary, you know, tr motorhome, in yeah. a trailer, yeah. and, 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 the, and, and in the real world, and I just was taken to a place, you know, just boom. I felt like, oh, everything else is fake. That's real. <sighs> it was that kind of impressive and, and immediate and don't don't change that thing yeah. you know? it was the it was the, yeah it was like suddenly the uh, yeah the Howard Pyle kind of thing it's brought great. to life it's great thanks to dear Penny mm. V and V and, and Martin and, and yeah. you I mean all that stuff that you, you you know all your research really paid off but it was a joy I don't know how. <laughs> okay. All right, man. There's all the names. There's all the people. David Bailey, that's it.
cotton. Fantastic. <laughs> Poor bastard. Didn't get a line. Parrot stole the show. Parrot, yeah. But he's such a great face and really overqualified. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at the stunt team. Jesus Christ. Look at the stunt team. Unbelievable. I'm glad that Jack's crew and Barbosa's crew got, got credits. Credit. Yeah, because yeah. those guys were really there every, every day. Mm. It's my, interesting. My dentist even got a credit, yeah. I think. Good. He should. Yeah, absolutely. He deserved one. It's, um, it was amazing that there's that many people who worked on a movie and just did a great job. Yeah. Because you can, at some point, you get completely myopic. You know, it's like, here's the frame. Here's, you know you or Kira or somebody and and it's like a triangle and it, you know there's Martin and Derek myself and Trevor and you and you know the actors and, and the scene and then there's just this kind of you know 30 people behind that and 60 people behind that and 400 people behind that and another 200 people and then the editorial staff yeah. and um, composers and musicians and it's uh, I felt like it was a small movie too, you know. I, I felt totally, we... totally like a small, just intimate kind of, you know, bunch of, you know, people I mean, doing the, you know, working together, making the thing. There were days where you'd come around, but you had no idea it was. The... You'd come around the bend, and there was two helicopters kind of loading, you know, one just, you know, dropping in kind of cargo <laughs> containers. And, oh my God, Joe Pancake. Christopher Boyce, George Waters, great. The sound team was really did a great job too. Really great job. Mm. Yeah. It, it is amazing what Lee was able to. Uh, he is, you know, save, he, keep he from the original. He is amazing, and you know, it's you usually, Lee Orloff, our, our sound recordist. You just, you rarely get mixers complimenting the the sound that's yeah. been recorded on set because, you know, they protect the downside. It's a, it's in their best interest to go, oh, this is garbage, but I'll see what I can do. You know, yeah. you always get that. Oh, God, who was the guy who recorded this? It's horrible. There's a fan in the back. I can't hear. There's a generator sound, all that stuff. And he had everything against him. Everything oh. against him. And he gets compliments. You know, he's the only guy. We're, we're, we're mixers. doesn't matter what movie you're on. The mixer is, is, you know, they'll ask, who is this guy who did the sound? Because he's, and he'll go to Rafi, you know, our gaffer, and he'll, he'll, he, like, do you have to park the generator there? Well, can't you just park it around the corner? It's 50 feet more cable. Can you just park it around the corner? <laughs> Does that boat have to be running? You know, it's like he, you know, he drives people nuts, but, you know, he saves, uh, he cares, you know, he saves the sound. I remember before the, my entrance into the film, he was, uh, where I'm standing on the, the crow's nest of uh, the Jolly Man, the dinghy. And he came to me before and he said, do you think you're going to go in the drink? Because I had a radio mic on. Do you think you're going to go in the drink? I said, no, I don't think so. He said, all right, I'll just leave it on you then. Are you going to say something? I said, I don't know. I don't think so, but we'll see. Five minutes later, he came back to me and said, you know what? I'll just take the radio mic just in case. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's one of a kind. I mean, he's a really good man. I, I was just, I would listen to movies and go, who 
who did the sound, the dialogue? And it, I found his name more often on, on films that I really? really respect the sound. And then I just kind of had to find out who he was. And you know, the first time I worked with him, I just felt like, okay, I've got to get this guy in every movie. He's just, he's just amazing. And he drives people nuts. But it takes a guy like Rafi. I mean, usually gaffers hate, you know, Mm. Doing the extra work, you know, it's like the lights got a fan on it to keep it cool, or this or that. And Rafi's just such a great, has such a heart like a baseball glove. I mean, he's just such a, yeah. a warm guy. He he totally gives Lee, you know, he knows Lee's doing his job, and he he'll do anything he can to help Lee. And and that relationship is unique. It's very rare you see that. It's funny because you, you know, you say you know there's a couple of guys you, at least a couple of guys that you said, well, I want to take them on every movie. And it was like uh, practically everyone, really, in this instance, mm -hmm. when you just thought, you know, can't you know, can we just make this a series and just, just do it all yeah, the time? Just, you know, because it's just it keep the gang such, together. Yeah, because it was just such a great, happy family, you know. Well, you turned me on to V. I mean, yeah. Ms. And then v, the fact yeah. that she she wanted to do the whole show, I man. I thought she was just going to do your makeup. I mean, the fact that she just took on the whole show and she, you know, wow. She did really, I mean, she did amazing work under... She's a class actor. You know, as everyone was under, you know, quite a bit of uh, pressure here and there. But she, she, uh, uh, she's a great artist, you know. She's really a... Well, she comes in every day, you know, with a, with a, with a good smile. And mm -hmm. Doesn't make that, doesn't make that scene back there, you know, when you're, when you're directing on set. You know, sometimes they're kind of... Because the ADs, the schedule, the turnaround, forcing turnaround and everything, you can get, you know... Oh, the the gossip trailer, you know, hair yeah, and makeup, course, you right. know, and they're winding everything up, and then your production is, you know, they, she really kind of, I think, keeps it like we're all in this together, yeah. you know, and she doesn't, she doesn't do that game, which I think is really great. No, she came in, did her gig, great attitude, Martin as well, Martin Hare. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's working with you now. Yeah, great, great team, man. Really yeah. good team. An edit. I never, th you know, I thought the production was hard, 18 hours a day. This editorial was insane. Ah, oh, here it is. <laughs> Jeff, poor Jeffrey, just sitting there. And the apple. So monkeys don't swim. That was, that was the first problem. Apparently he did, though. Mm. There's a plank under the water. Two feet under the water, a black plank. Ladies and gentlemen, good night. I like it.